Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. episode 149 of the in kicks we trust podcast i'm here with three-fifths of the in kicks we trust team kev how oh oh see how how automatic that was (laughs) didn't even think about it (laughs) kev what up (laughs) kev's not here this week so Collie, how's it going i was going pretty good Uh, now that you fucked up you made my night you know it's (laughs) kev has missed maybe two episodes so it's always yeah. always starts with kev even if no one else is here it's always me and kev so i can always, always go with it's always kev <laughs> uh and rich how's it going what's good this week we are joined by a guest so longtime friend of the kicks we trust so we're joined by thomas you may know him as it's thomas wade west on instagram now right right i asked because it used to be heat ledger so he was on youtube for many years as heat ledger when we did our shows, he was, I think you were a, were you a guest at our shows? I can't hey, remember how we phrased it. But I, I think he did some promo for us. I think he did some promo yeah. for our original show back in 2015. Yep. I did some stuff. I have to dig up the flyer because I'm pretty sure you were on the flyer. I'll shoot you one of those if I could find it as kind of like a, a keepsake. <laughs> we're coming up to the 10 year anniversary, so we got to do something 2025. But I think we all, yeah, man. Had, I think we all spent Soul Exchange like 2012, hey. 2011, something around there. Yeah. Something yeah, like a long that. time, long time ago. That's crazy yes. to think a decade. First I, show, a decade. I was just thinking that. Yeah, like that's crazy. Bro, we're the old heads now, man. We're the oh. we're the dinosaurs. Oh, well, <laughs> don't need to explain that to us. We'll talk about our our experience at SneakerCon, but uh, some of those kids that were talking to us, I I felt real old. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, man. I, I didn't feel Definitely. old at all. I felt fine. I did. I felt real old. My feet yeah. did not hurt all day, and I wore SPs, but we'll get into what I wore, but I mean, I was good. Yeah. My back was hurting for three days after standing that long. Like, <laughs> on top of the kids, like, I, fe- I felt old after that. But anyways, as <laughs> Thomas, we appreciate no, I, you jumping I, I... On, the, uh, on the pod with us. Uh, yeah, we've been a long time coming, so we, we appreciate you jumping on, and we're, we're excited to get into this with you. Thank I you forgot guys. to say one thing. I'm going to calm it down this episode a bit because I'm getting my caucus whipped in fantasy football. Oh, and three. Your caucus, or or is it tailbone? I know it is yeah, tailbone. tailbone. So, <laughs> guys, everyone, I was wrong. I messed that up. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you did. Uh, I know you did. I, I heard the last Mayo episode. Clinic flipped oh, it wrong. So, Rich wrote you pretty good on that one. The caucus. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking tailbone, bro. Well Fuck out of here with that. Well yes. Thank you. Well, it doesn't hurt anymore, so I'm in a good mood. So, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this, guys. Shout out to the homie yeah, Russian Grant who corrected us, who corrected on that. But yes, let's get. Yes, into sir. This. Salute to you. Salute to you, homie. Do we want to start with sneaker con, or do we want to do wears and pickups first? Thinking we do wears and pickups, and then we talk about sneaker con before we get into it. Yeah, let's do wears and pickups, and then we can okay. just yeah touch upon sneaker. All right, perfect. Kali, why don't you start off? All right, so uh, let's talk about me wearing what I wore to sneaker con. I needed to drive to Lakeshore Go Station, so I made sure I wore some Ultra Boost, nice and comfortable to drive in the car. Then when I got there, I threw on the Nike SB Dunks, the Hunters, great shoe. Uh, I was going to 
thought they'd fall apart, but no, they feel like they're going to hold up for a long, long time. So I mean, I don't even need the re-glue right away, but I probably should do get that before I head overseas to China. I told you it's the midsole is stitched, man. Like it's not going to go anywhere. Even if it separates, you're good. But like you said, I would recommend getting the re-glue before you go for sure. Yeah. Because the crunching, you know, when I touched it, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, And other than that, I wore the 350 Turtle Doves, and, uh, but that's very limited. I haven't gone out much other than that. Trying to save up. Got a lot of expenses, plane tickets and all that coming up. So, yes, that's sir. It? Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, Project Rocks. Oh, deer running shoes this week. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I wore the Project Rock <laughs> BSRs multiple days to the gym. I've been going back to the but gym. But you, that's so, aware, like, man. What the fuck you okay. Mean? <laughs> okay. Come on, <laughs> man. Salute to the rock, okay. man. Come on, show the rock some love, man. I know damn well you wore those shits trying to front like you wear them. I went to, of course, I went to the gym. All right, that's part of the wears, bro. That's still rock. Okay, jeez. <laughs> nice. Shout out to Project Rock. I mean, like, hey, they're good gym shoes. Well, okay, fine. I, I also wear some Jordan 8 uh, Aqua slides, the Hydros. I wore those too, okay? That's a I wear. wore some Nike socks. I wore some Nike socks and some uh, Ultra Boost Adidas, okay? I wore a shower cap when I got in the I shower. I just being an asshole. Moving along, Trevor. <laughs> Good week, Collie. Thomas, why don't you go next? SneerCon, I wore... Um, I knew I wanted to wear this Buster Rhymes tee because he performed the night prior. So I was like, okay, this would be a, you know, this would be a cool tee to rock. And then I had a brown Dope. fitted. So I was like, all right, let's keep the brown tee. So I wore the um, reverse mochas. I, I don't wear those too often, but yeah, I wore those around. And then throughout the week, let's see... Bread Force, that's kind of my like daily, you know, just kind of beater shoe. Definitely one of my, you know, favorite shoes to have a couple pairs of those. So um, it's usually just something to throw on. I wore the A6 Jound this week. Flu Game 12s and those um, Union 2s. Not the, I don't know what the colorway is called. It's not the Rattan. It's the uh, kind of the beige, yellowish one. Whatever that one's called. There's yeah. too many. Things. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of it is. But yeah, yeah. I know uh, well, there's the gray, the gray one. Not the gray not one. Not the gray one. Not the yeah, gray the, one. Is it Rattan? Ratten, okay, yeah, Ratten. Uh, like People don't really like those. And then I, uh, I like those. I'm a big fan of show. though. Um, now Monday our ball league started again, so I wore. This is interesting. I wore the clay antas. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, a super comfortable shoe. It has like its own version of boost. That's like the anta boost, I guess. But uh, it, it it's a comfy shoe. It's um, it's a mid cut shoe i usually play in lows but had a little like ankle thing going on so i yeah you know it's, it's a decent shoe so that's what i've worn the past few days now out of curiosity good good week but how did you get your hands on those clay shoes yeah friend of mine her and her husband were in china over the the spring summer not break but just over the spring summer period so she was able to get a pair of those for me brought them back yeah because i haven't seen those anywhere here yeah, I was going to say, because we, we talked about this in an episode, yeah. uh, maybe 10 or 12 back, and we were talking about when Kyrie signed, and we were like, none of these brands are available here, or like, not even just here, like, let's take Canada out of it, North America at all, right? So I, I'm just curious how you got them, because like, I just, I don't see them anywhere. I'm just, if there if there was a place to get them, I, w- I would love to hear about it. Yeah. I can get them for you. My wife's in China. <laughs> I'm going oh, back to Doug. China. We know you can. Yes, we yeah, we know be shipping us those over when I, it goes back. Oh, but they may they may not make your size, Trev. They don't come in big foot sizes. It might go up to size eleven. <laughs> they they don't come in NBA foot sizes. Those are player editions. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope, though. Pickups? Yeah. Any pickups? Me? Um, 
you know what? Go around and I'm going to have to think. I'm... <laughs> I did see somebody posted a pair of off-white Air Force One mids. That doesn't happen to be yes. my size. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Black joints. Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah. ugly. You don't like them, huh? I. You know what? Like, the spike shit at the front just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why he can just do a regular. Even if he did a regular Air Force One midsole with the air bubble, I'd be okay. But that other extra shit, like, come on, dude. No, no good. It's I like the whole shoes. Looking at them, sorry to let you guys know, I'm, I'm trying to move a pair of those. But no, the box just got destroyed. But initially i was like i need I, like i like these and i just when i got them I'm just, it's just not working it's just not it's not something i need at this point it's like we'll get into this probably more but I'm so specific on things like if i haven't had it yeah. to wear it or gravitated towards it at this point it's like it's gotta yeah. well, don't yes. need it yep fair. i yep. agree fair we're dinosaurs we're there <laughs> all right so my turn Where's this week? Air Max 90 infrareds. Been a lot of Air Maxes. I've been moving this week, so kind of comfy stuff that I can slide on and off easy. You'll get a good kick out of my pickup, though, this week, though, what happened. So where's, other than that, Air Max 1 Concepts, the heavy pair. Nice. Air Jordan 1 Lowe's, the shattered backboard. Air Max 1 Tokyo nice. Maze. Wore that pair when we got the keys to our house. Or sorry, the day before nice. when we did the walkthrough for our house. And then when we got our house, I wore the Air Max 90 duck camo. The 2.0 so for sneaker con which i'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit more in detail but i wore my air max 90 bacons i don't know what it is like i love that shoe the color blocking and everything i just never wear it i'm in the same boat i have no reason to not wear it it's just such an easy wear and i never wear it and i was like you know what i'm bringing them out today this is the pair the quality yeah. was good like just overall a great shoe there was a um, lot of problems with them when they came out recently yeah a lot of a yeah. lot of issues with um quality control too i think there was a little yeah some things going on but even same thing for me like during the summer like i just just never wore them <laughs> yeah like there's no reason for it like it's a, it, it's great it goes with a lot of stuff i just i never reach for it which yeah. it's not good like i really like that pair but anyways i'll, I'll try and wear it more in the fall fall um, be good definitely yeah nice fall yeah shoe. definitely a good fall shoe and then i wore my air max 90 galaxies nice i remember that pair yeah general release pair but they did a such a good job on that so yeah big fan of that shoe so had to receive some furniture so just something easy to slip on so the pickup this week I discussed that i was moving so my girlfriend and i don't live together currently but we're moving in so i bought her a pair of air forces a long time ago so i got her a replacement pair just a plain pair all white the reason was so she wears them a lot. Like she really does wear that shoe and it's in pretty good condition, all things considered. But because we don't live together, they're always on her foot. So that was the first time I think I'd actually seen her take the shoe off and seen that the back heel, like on the Dirty inside, more yeah. importantly, it was torn up. Like it was like, oh, it was it was, ripped. it was ripped. And I'm like, well, I didn't know it was ripped on the inside. So I made it a priority this week when I went to Ikea to stop at a footlocker on the way home. And... Yeah, Jeff said, Jeff said, fuck that. Does yeah, she we, not we, untied the laces? And she just like, she does. Like, she, she, like, they're a year and a half old. Like, and you got to consider that, like, this is the pair she wears everywhere, every like, every day, right? Like, and we, we all here don't really have the same concept of what an everyday pair is because I don't, I don't remember the last time that happened with a pair of shoes for me. Right. So I don't think ever, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I have one, one pair of beater running shoes that that happened to me with, but everything else is like in great shape. So 
Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, no, <laughs> that's yeah, and it's like, you're... how? how? Yeah, like, yo, when I see people in like the the heel is like ripped up and shit, I'm like, how the fuck did you do this? And it, you don't have a dog. It's different if you got a dog. Like you don't even have a dog. Like how did that happen? What's funny is where it was. Is it was like below the back, like the top part of the heel, like where the the Nike Air is on the inside. Like it was like right yeah. below that. You wouldn't notice it if you were wearing the shoe. But when I saw that, I was like, okay, it's time for a new pair. I know a couple months ago, I, I noticed the back of her, like the stars on it on the back heel. They were starting to wear, so I was like, okay, it's probably getting close to time. But yeah, like when I saw that, I was like, okay, go to Ikea this week. I'm going to make a stop at Foot Locker that's right down the street and grab these on my way back. It's a weird thing with, with, with white whites. Like it was like biblical to have clean white whites. And then it, when it became, you know, we've gone through trends so many times, but like in the past like year, for sure, when I've seen kids like come out of school, those Air Forces are destroyed. Like they're nuked. Like they're beyond, yeah. like they're a totally different colorway. Like they're just, yeah. and I'm like, that's cool, I guess, you know. Just, and it's the in, it's the in thing, man. Like I, I spoke about this before and I was just like, my 15 year old got a pair of white and whites and, you know, as time went on, he just started fucking them up. And I'm just like, yo, like, bro, like, yeah. what are you doing? And then yeah, I went to my my, old, my oldest my oldest son. He's done high school now, but he played ball. So like I'd go to some of the games, and bro, everybody's Air Force ones were black. Like they were fucked up. So like I was like, okay, all right, I guess this is what it is now. <laughs> like because I'm here panicking, right? I'm like, dude, like you go to school and your your white and whites are cooked. Yeah. These shits are done. And I go to school and everybody that has white Air Force ones are fucked up. Mm-hmm. I said, I mean, I guess that's that's the new thing. Because I come from a time, bro, like like you said, crispy. Like, as soon as them things, you know, a couple wears, I'm on the lawn of them shits. And then I, I'm going I'm going to get a fresh new pair. But mm-hmm. this day and age, man, like, and I mean, kudos to them. You know, I mean, it's good for the kids who can't go out there and necessarily replace pairs like that. So, salute to them. But, man, that shit hurts my soul, bro, when I see that shit. So... I don't mind that they're worn like and I mean kudos to her like my girl kept them like really clean like I think the the only exception was them the laces weren't soup like that's the clean white that matched the shoe anymore but I actually kind of like that it felt more like a sale lace in there so I actually thought, thought that was kind of cool and especially because they were worn right like so <laughs> I thought it was, I was like all right I don't, I don't mind that but no, like Trev, I'm, I'm, Trev, I'm sorry I'm sorry man. I can't <laughs> Well, that, but other than that, like, that was the thing. Like, that was the only thing on the shoe that looked like everything else was still pretty white, all things considered. So she kept them like pretty white, all things considered. But when I saw the, the fabric on the inside ripping, I'm like, no, no, we, we, we can't have that. Looks at Trevor. She's going to be, she going to be all right now going forward, man. Oh, yeah. So good for her. But yeah, I can't mm-hmm. fuck all, fuck all that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I refuse. I'm going to buy my wife a pair because I know she run them to the ground, just wear them. I can't I can't be out there like that. Well, see, the original Sorry. reason that I got her these is because she had the knockoff version. Or not the knockoff. Oh, yeah, I remember you were, yeah, I remember like the takedown. The takedown, yeah. Off. Thomas, you would remember from Foot Locker, there was always the Air Force. And then I, for me, it was the prestige, but I know they they swapped out a couple of different Nike models. I know Collie would remember that for sure, but there was like that Air Force that wasn't an Air Force. And when we started dating, she had that. I was like, you gotta get rid of that. Yeah, it had a different tag, and wasn't the air like in a different font or something? Mm-hmm. Something like that, and it's like the the soul is the, a little bit the different. soul was different. Yeah. Was the cursive a like? It was a cursive like uh, 
Yeah. On, like the, they, on, on the back, I think it was. We would know it, but like other people would just assume that it was like, oh, it's like it looks like an Air Force or like a Reebok Club C. We more like more like a dunk. Looks yeah. like a dunk dunk esque like kind of kind of look. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I'm, longer. I'm Homer, Sim- I'm Homer longer. Simpson. No shits. I'm straight Homer Simpson. Them drinks. What the fuck are those? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, good pickup though. Can't go, yeah. can't go wrong with the white whites, man. Yeah, and they were super easy to get, which I was real happy about. Because remember the the headache I had to go through last time to get them. Yes, like I literally was, went on yeah. the Foot Locker's website and I was able to actually pick them up. I was literally able to like find stores, all of them had them, and pick them up within two hours. I I didn't pick them up within two hours, but they were ready for me within those two hours. I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. You didn't want to get her some nice. Air Falcons. Some Air what? <laughs> Air Falcons. You know, I did have a pair of those at one point. <laughs> well, do you have a pair when you were watching Jordan play for the Wizards? Yeah, of course. <laughs> those are my wizard shorts, man. <laughs> you guys are too much, right? <laughs> but yes, that's right. my week. Rich, what about you? Been Crocs, man. It's the lady Crocs, just for Kali. No, I haven't had much wears. Like I said, just the Crocs. Uh, my Panda Dunks, like I said, unfortunately, had to retire those bad boys. <laughs> due to some sewer water. <laughs> That's a story for another day. So my after door appears. So those are gone. Um yeah, just the Lady Crocs. Sneaker con, I rocked the Penny Air Force Ones. Lows. So a pair you don't see often. Shout out to Parlor. I actually grabbed that grabbed those from Parlor probably about a year or two ago, I think it was. It's funny too because you're with Sneaker Con I'm like, oh, what do I wear? And I'm just like I I know if I had a conversation with Trev, but I'm like, I love wearing things that people don't have, or I don't want to wear a pair that I'm going to see somebody in. So I try to either go with like obscure or with Jordans, I'll go for higher number Jordans, right? Like a 21, a 22, uh, a 20, something like that. But then I'm like, from a comfortability standpoint, I'm like, I need something that if I'm going to be on my feet, they're not going to kill me. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll do the pennies, man. So yeah, I broke those out. Outside of that, just Crocs, to be honest with you. It's been it's been been a crock. Let's say half a year. So you know what's um, funny when, my... when you said you're like, oh, it's just basically been Crocs. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, what did he wear at SneakerCon? Like, I can't even remember what it was. Did he wear Crocs? I was tempted, man. I just like I said, it's just whatever. I did wear them down though. Drove in them and then switched it out. And then when I was done, so my feet were good. I did wear uh, Air Max ninety for Reds. I wore those maybe one or two days just to drop the kids off to school. But outside of that, yeah. Nothing really, just Crocs, man. So I'm kind of dreading winter because I'm gonna have to. Actually, I'm not even gonna put them up. What am I saying? I'm not putting them up. <laughs> I'm just gonna wear them with some thermal socks, <laughs> just for you, Kali. And I'm and and for the people, we're gonna put a care package together for Kali. I think I'm gonna go with a pair of Salehis, uh, and I'm gonna couple that with just just a regular just a regular Croc as well. So we're gonna do like a you know one of those double packs. Uh, so we'll give you That's just a, the basic shit, and then. Do you guys hear that? That is going to be a giveaway uh, for In Kicks Retail <laughs> giveaway when I'm going back to China because that shit ain't coming in my luggage. I had no space for that. Shit. <laughs> and then pickups, you guys know I always have pickups. So I'm actually wore my pickup today. And with further ado, it's a pair I looped back for. I had a couple pairs of these, I think, maybe two or three. But I'm like, you know, I need something for the fall. Favorite silhouette. So I actually got these back, man. The poor man Travis Scott Sixes, uh, as they would call them, which is bizarre to me, but it's the wheat or golden harvest, I think. Yeah. Uh, six, Jordan Six. New York Six. Oh, yeah. New York Six, baby. New York Six. 
Mm-hmm. Nice full shoot. They did a really good job on these pair, though, on this this particular pair. I think I got these at Dixie at one point for like 60 bucks back in the day. Crazy times. Crazy times. But uh, yeah, I needed, a, like I said, I needed a nice little fall shoe, fall winter shoe. So figured I'd go with these. So yeah, Golden Harvest 6, man. You know, I got others, but I'll stagger that. But yeah, Jordan 6. Great pickup. You definitely got a pair from me for like super cheap, but I think you ended up double. You ended up doubling up because you found them at Dixie for so cheap. Or I found another. Like yeah, I found another pair at Dixie for like sixty dollars. Yeah. Shout out to uh, actually Inca's money. He was actually there when I got him, so he witnessed the purchase, man, which is just crazy. Because um, and I mean when the I remember when they first came out, but I got a pair from you. I think I bought another pair just because I didn't know. At the time, like, you know, sixes were still a thing and I just didn't know how easy or hard it was going to be able to get. So I got another pair and then actually got a pair of Dixie for like $60. So, yeah. Shout out to Ink. Yeah, he was there. And those fit your foot okay? Yeah, they're good. I wore them today. Like, perfect. Nice. So, yeah, man. That's my pickup. Nice. That's a good one for sure. Good one to have back in the collection. I did get a pickup. Remember now. It was actually one of the shoes that very so far, like, this is definitely going to make my top five. I'm sure you guys like the shoe too. But I want both colorways. Terror Squad, Air Force One. Ooh, I need those. Yeah. I need I need those joints. Really want the black and white one. I actually want the other colorway more. But yeah, Contraband put them up on their site. And they were just kind of sitting there for a while. So um, I managed to check out. But like, What's I, the retail on them? After tax, $215. That's it? Not really going for like that that much anyway on top. But it's always nice to kind of get a, a retail pair. But a Retail, yeah. We should talk about this too, but like best rap shoes, like best rap affiliated or hip hop affiliated. Oh yeah, we can yeah, we yeah. can get into that. I was just I like I, that. About to pull out the uh, this week the Rockefeller Air Force ones and the quality. Of- <laughs> crazy, crazy, and crazy, crazy. So then I was for the so I want these Terror Squads. Yeah, I picked those up and I want to get that other colorway. And then for this year, like I'm happy with those. Like that's there's like two other pickups I want this year, and like that's it. So. It's one of those pairs that, like, you were, like, in that time, it was big for you, right? Like, where I think a lot of newer sneakerheads just don't appreciate that shoe. Like, because they're just, who's Terror Squad, right? When was the last time they ever put any music on? Or the only reason they know it is because they know Make It Rain, right? Like, that's probably the only reason they've ever heard of Terror Squad, right? Probably. Lean back, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Fat, I, mean I mean, most of yeah. the kids, too, know Fat Joe. I mean, Fat Joe is... You know, he's on social media and stuff like that. So even having that tie, I think, with it, too. Coupled with, like, Air Force Ones are kind of, like, they're making a little bit of a run. Not anything crazy, but it's a nice shoe. I like them. So yeah. to know that they're still around for retail, so I might have to might have to pull the trigger on those. They definitely, like, kind of signify era. Not just from a music standpoint, like Fat Joe. That whole DTC era, even in mid-90s, like, that was... Mm-hmm. Which I, like, really appreciate that, but... You know, those old Fat Joe videos, you know, like licking the soul, soul licking, all that kind of stuff. That is probably one of the most like big, big impactful moments like back then. So it just kind of there's so many different triggers as it relates back to sneaker culture. I think Nike's very aware of these things. So they bring back these like super coveted moments that they can put place in time when they want some sort of buzz because maybe now it's like boom we're gonna see a big run air force ones like you said but how do we kickstart that with something else i don't know that's just kind of i don't know what next year looks like with air force one but you might be right like so nike's very smart you know you got to give them their their just due because they're very that's what i'm looking for very strategic in how they roll shit out or if they see something is picking up steam and they'll just hit you with that 
Like, who would have thought we get a terror squad fucking like a, I don't want to say PE, but kind of like an exclusive pair like that. Like, who the, f- I would never thought in a million years, like, we'd yeah. see that as a general release. Like, shoot. Yeah. You know, and then you got Fat Joe, all the videos, he's giving them shits to fucking everybody and their mama. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, they're just very smart in what they do, man. So, hey, I love it. Shit. I get my hands on a pair. So, yeah, definitely nice to see that pair. Yeah. Salute, to, salute to Nike. Great pickup and great pair for sure. All right. So before we get into it with you, Thomas, let's talk about, it always feels so weird to call you Thomas. I, I know that's your name, but I just I told you, man, it's just like, <laughs> go back. it feels wrong. It just feels like I'm not calling you the right thing. Before we get into it, let's talk about SneakerCon because we were there over the weekend. Thomas, you were there with us as well. What were our thoughts about it? This is actually the first year we haven't been a, like we haven't had an actual table at SneakerCon. So I thought yeah, that was kind of cool to actually them. be able to to walk around as a um like just as a guest and just kind of like walk around between all the different tables, socialize with people, which we we still would do obviously if we had tables. It was just like people would come up to us and talk to us. It was cool to just kind of walk between all the different tables and chat with everyone and see everyone. I mean, I was going to start with you guys. I mean, I said to you guys at the time, and but that panel you guys had was was awesome. Like it was so cool. Those that wanted to listen on the specifics and get close and you guys not were there there was a you know that 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 felt like a very nice little pocket community situation while everyone else was kind of doing their thing people were there even the young kids and you know everyone else it was funny because i was looking for people i knew at SneakerCon, and it wasn't until i got there well rich we saw each other in line and trev i saw you too but yeah, yeah. We got there. That's how everyone i'm like all right cool this is this feels like home now we're all kind of <laughs> So that's cool that I really enjoyed. And you guys did a very, very, very nice job. Overall thoughts. I mean, I think that it was pretty to me. And I've only been to one other sneaker con. That was the first time they came. I'll just talk about the general kind of sentiment. It felt like a typical kind of convention with, you know, in terms of what product was there, the brings that were there. It was, I, I would say most tables look kind of the same outside of some of the, you know, parlor and, you know, uh, obviously still and some of the other other guys out there. But most tables were were pretty much the same. If you're looking for something very, very specific, I don't know if you were going to find it. But again, the vendors are bringing out what's going to sell, right? So can't really fault them for that. But I mean, that's just my mind. I wasn't expecting like something crazy. I just, when I was going to the soul exchanges and when we had, you know, even Kicks Change and all those, there was a few others like, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. It was actually just collections. I don't think, I don't think you could actually buy anything back then. I remember maybe a few tables you could, but it was primarily like showcasing the collection. So it is always strange for me to go to these things and it's just this whole entrepreneurial situation versus like, let's talk about, wow, you have this pair or whatever, which is kind of what I initially, I've always thought these conventions were about. So I was a little removed from it. So I went back, I was like, oh yeah, this is what they're about again. You know, buy, sell, trade, how to choose, which there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's just, that's, you know, it was just different, I guess. So that's my take. I'll pass it off to whoever else wants to jump in or if you have thoughts on that. I would say it was kind of interesting this year because last year we found that everyone was had Panda Dunks and Yeezys on their table. Like everyone. Like there was there was no variety at all. Where this year I was walking around and it was like, okay, you know, there's actually like a little bit of variety on the table. Like we're seeing some different things here. I thought it was really cool. Kev was looking for the the Frozen Moment 4s that just came out for a friend of his. A bunch of tables had them. Not his size, obviously, of course not. But I was looking for the Bleach Coral 1s. Like, you know, I saw them on a couple tables. Like, we actually saw, like, I really didn't see any tables that just had 
Panda Dunks and Yeezys. Like it was actually the selection I thought was better. If you're comparing it to the first sneaker con, Thomas, like the first one that came here in 20, 2018, I think it was, it would probably yeah, be a lot of the same, same thing. But in comparison to the one they did last year, I thought the selection of, of shoes was actually much, much better. All people just selling their stuff, like selling it, not necessarily their just showcase collections, but definitely a much better selection of product that was there. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Even like Thomas, you made a great point just like with, you know, when we initially started it, like the shows we did, a lot of the earlier shows, it was more just about like showcasing like what you had. And like you said, you'd have like, you know, a few tables that were selling some things. And even then it was a nice selection. But yeah, like Trevor said, like SneakerCon last year was very, if you thought this year was like same table shit, like last year was worse. <laughs> it was bad. Like there was really no variety of shoes. I think my takeaway from it, like it was good to see the mixture of different shoes as well as pre-owned. A lot of pre-owned tables, really good prices. So that made me feel good just because, you know, if you had people who didn't have a lot of the money to spend, they could grab a pair of something that was worn and, you know, maybe a pair they've been looking for. So I always think pre-owned is always nice. And then just to see the mixture of shoes. I've seen some pairs. I'm just like, man, like, you know, salute to the guy who had a, the J Balvin twos. I toyed around with it, fuck, for the majority of the show. And I just, I'm getting better. So I'm just like, I ain't going to wear them. <laughs> I like them, but I ain't going to wear them, man. So I opted out. But like Trev said, we vended for a lot of, I would say almost every show. We were always vendors, whether it was a sneaker console exchange, you know, our show. So it was nice to actually just go in as an attendee. And just kind of be able to walk around. Like, it's great. We do the tables, like when we do vend, but it's hard to leave for long periods of time because we have pairs we're trying to sell. And, you know, you kind of want to hover around just in case, like, you know, somebody comes by. And always when you leave the table is when the phone's ringing, you're rich. Yo, Trev, this guy wants to buy your shoe. As soon as we leave, we'll be standing there for fucking hours. As soon as we leave, somebody comes and wants to buy a shoe. So we could never leave for like long periods to really enjoy the show. So, I mean, for this one in particular, and I was only there for a few hours, but I loved it because I got to walk around. I got to talk to people. I got to actually take in all the tables without feeling like I had to rush back to kind of what we had. So it was cool to be on the flip side of it, just being able to come in and go and walk around. And it was nice. It, it kind of brought me back being able to do that just because we were always, like I said, we were always vending and, you know, just in grind mode type of thing. So it was nice to kind of be on the flip side of that. And then, like you said, you know, appreciate, you know, the love with the podcast that time we had, it was great just to, even the young kids, man, maybe it made me feel good, but it also made me feel old. Just like, you know, seeing that, but it was, it was nice because you got to see the kids that were coming up behind us. And it's always nice to see that. And I think just schooling them and just hearing their, you know, their thoughts or their take, on where sneakers are it's always great you know they may not have the same views as we do but it's always nice to kind of see the next generation coming up and kind of what's impacting them or you know what's hot what's not we got the booze for the panda dunks question and you know you see how kind of the young kids view that particular pair so it, it was overall it was just, it was nice it was a great experience like i said because it's been a long time since we've done that just to be able to kind of just float around and you know take in everything without kind of being tied down to a table per se. So uh, definitely a good experience. But I agree, I would love to see it go back, maybe just showcasing and seeing people's collections. I always thought that that was a beautiful part of conventions. And I think like now, like you said, it's just wheeling and dealing and making money. And there really is no attachment to a lot of these things. So it's always nice 
you know, when you get to see people who've got their collection out there and you kind of see, you know, the work they put in, you know, for those pairs. So that's a pastime, I guess. <laughs> Wishful thinking, but no, it's it, like I said, it's always good. I always say for the younger kids, it's their time now. It's kind of how I look at it. And we're just here, like I said, just to, you know, give them free game when we can. So definitely nice. Just, you know, the kids all mm-hmm. agreed that the panda dunks are a no. That was the yes. The kids. All right, my uh, my take <laughs> on it. Um, first off, last year it did seem a little bit more corporate. I don't know if that's just because you know eBay was there and it made had a bigger impact on things. It was nice to have them there, more giveaways and stuff like that. This year it felt a little more individual. Also, um, last year I believe we you saw the trickle end effect of COVID, so there was a lot of people trying to find out who they were if they're really into sneakers a lot a lot of resellers right a lot of people were getting a little of the sneakers they're trying to sell throughout the pandemic so like you said you'd see whole tables of dunks foams like anything that released through raffle you would see and then you also had the people last year who had like crazy expensive stuff like the real big resellers this year it's it's felt more like the medium size. There was some guys that a big set, like a guy at a Lamborghini park there and had a, an amazing collection. But like on average, you saw more people that were trying to, you know, flip the Jordans one to like 13, you know, common things, pre-owned. So it looks like more of the small entrepreneurial side of it when you're talking about the buying side of it. We were only there for the one day, so it's kind of hard to fully gauge it. But it also the influencer or the social media side of it it felt like there was a lot less uh, social media people this year like there's a lot less tiktokers and like people trying to do youtube all the sneaker youtubers that were kind of prevalent in the past year or two they weren't at the show either day i didn't see anything like that and they they kind of went on their own direction so everyone's either evolving or growing or just moving away from the space but it's kind of i don't know i'd like to see more of it you know there was like a couple young kids doing tiktok but that was it. Like there was no real social media side to it this year. So I don't know if people aren't trying to promote, if it's more of just like a buy sell thing or how it's evolved, but that's a major difference I've noticed as well. So the business side is a little different. And then the social media, the influencers, the people that are really interested in creating content around it. Yeah. Great. Great take. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't think we need to go too much more into it. I think we kind of touched on everything, but shout out to SneakerCon for having us and for ha- allowing us to do the panel again this year. Rich, you kind of touched on everything, but it was it was cool. It was cool to see like the kids being engaged with us. And, you know, we did ask a Panda Dunk question, but we tried to ask it. Uh, I don't want to say tastefully, but maybe we weren't trying to do it for clicks or attention. Let's put it that way. It wasn't a like, you know, we try to explain our points on the Panda Dunks because we've talked about it a bunch of times on here, right? Rich is a, a big supporter of that shoe. So we tried to talk about our why we think the Panda Dunks are hot or not, right? So definitely. big shout out to Will for having us and reaching out to yes, us sir. and everything and having us. So we appreciate it. Uh, it was good to see you this weekend. And uh, yeah, shout out to SneakerCon for coming back to Toronto, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. All right, and I guess uh, that's enough of uh, the intro to this. Um, <laughs> let's get started here, all right? So, um, uh, Thomas, uh, what are some of your favorite brands, models, and colorways currently going on with sneakers? Yeah. Well, uh, actually, sorry, sorry, back up one second. Before we get to that one, how about uh, tell us where your sneaker journey began? Let's go back to the very I'm about to say, uh, I'm about to say yes. I'll answer the your favorite models, brands question with the with the sneaker journey thing. I like this question a lot. We all have our own individual, you know, fun stories about how we, you know, kind of got into into all this. It might be brand related, like could be, you know, I know some guys are really, really tied to to basketball history. Maybe 
maybe it's something entirely different for me it was um I remember this specific year. So I was in grade six. It was 1999 because that same year is also a year where I got very, very, I would say more than sneakers, very into hip hop music. So it was the first time I got my own album. It was Most Def, Black on Both Sides. I bought it from Sam the Record Man. You guys remember that downtown. Great spot. I got that. It was when Crunk 2001 came out. It was this, it was this era, right? So there was so many different kind of related things to my interests which were music and then you know basketball I was, I was hooping a lot like at a, at a younger age but then you start to take interest in, in footwear and I remember specifically it was um you know the, the kids at school you, you know you always kind of look up to some of the bigger kids at school right and it was the Jordan 13 I remember this very specifically that I saw on foot from an older kid and at the time I had no idea I didn't know any I didn't really know anything about Jordans or or whatever but I, I took notice of it because of the that side panel that it looked just like my grandma's couch, my, my grandma's couch. <laughs> the little the little pinholes, right? The like buttons. the side, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were thinking of the reflective, but okay, the buttons. No 3M on the couch. <laughs> just <laughs> divots, uh, you know, that material. And uh, I just found it to be the, just such a weird looking shoe. I couldn't believe what I was like. It was just so strange and odd to me. It wasn't until several years later that I actually got that shoe. But the first sneaker I got, was a friend's older brother's hand-me-down it was actually 2000 infrared six great shoe to start with but that was in the year 2003 yeah nike air treatment on the heel all that kind of stuff at the time i got it, i was just like holy crap what is like this is so cool amazing my first pair of jays whatever they were destroyed they were beat they were already whatever and but um and and like two sizes too big for me of course but we were getting our pairs from like older brothers they were passing down to their friends and their friends were trading them and you know whatever and then I got a 97 pair of the games in 2003. And then I didn't get this pair in this year. I got it much later. But I also was so excited for the Wizard 17 in the briefcase. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, padding and sticker you could take off the heel of the midsole. And then the shroud that you could remove. Like everything about that. I remember seeing it in person being like, wow, this is so the details and everything that they did for this moment it's not just a shoe and then when i really started like you know you're saving me and you're working and you're doing this and that and i was it was 2005 and i have my i still have them got one pair here they lost souls there so uh they, has, yeah. which are they're destroyed and i think i told you guys at the show but um they crumbled on me the burgundy fives mm. it was that kind of time around 2004 2005 where it was like you know you're on nike talk i had the toothbrush i had the little you know, dish soap and I was cleaning everything and keeping it super clean. And just, there was a real appreciation and love for taking care of these things, these shoes. So that's probably where it kind of started since then. I, to answer your original question, Kali, I think the six has always been, I mean, my favorite models are Jordan 13 and Jordan six for obvious reasons, because that was kind of the beginning of it. And they're still in my top, top three for sure. The third shoe kind of, you know, weaves in and out. It has been a three for a bit and then it's moved to different models. Like I, I was very into Jordan 5s for a while. A little bit of my preference on footwear has changed and developed based on what I like to actually wear. We were in a big baggy jeans stage. We went to tighter jeans and I followed those trends for sure. And that has, I think, changed the way I've like, you know, when we were wearing a little bit, you know, more form fitting jeans, I was wearing a ton of ones all of a sudden, which I never was into ones ever. And so I think as I grew older and my style shifted and changed a little bit as did my preference for certain footwear but i would say my my two favorite for sure the 
kind of always been there is Jordan six, obviously OG infrared six colorway. And then, yeah, for 13s, definitely he got game. I mean, I, lo I love the flints, all the OG colorways at 13, I think are, are very, very nice, but yeah, that's a long winded answer, but I hope they sort of answered your <laughs> I mean, yeah, you answered quite a bit of the questions there. I mean, we're going to talk about uh, what are some of your favorite pairs, but I guess you've mentioned them. How about uh, we talk a little about what's in your current collection? This is an interesting one. So, yeah, it's it's definitely primarily focused around, like, OG pairs. Like, I, I haven't completed all of them. I'm sure Rich has. I and mean, Kali, maybe you too. Trevor, for sure. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I, I've cut back way down on them, so. Okay, so Rich yeah. just pulls and triples of all that stuff that I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite done that i've gotten up to like i think i'm yeah i'm up to like 13 or 14 and then i have bits and pieces of some other stuff after that and, and by the way rich i was gonna i was gonna wear my self 15s to sneaker con <laughs> went to my hype beast bag instead but i probably should have done that but <laughs> yeah that would have been a nice one man. all right a nice one or something that'd be cool for me yeah it's just primarily like the staple and foundation being all the original colorways just as someone that just appreciates you know, all of that and kind of the everything that Jordan played in, but also just of that era, which connects me back to memories as a kid and memories of, you know, actually being on these forums and geeking out and, you know, nerding out and talking to people and meet and doing meetups. There wasn't any of the, you know, website stuff. You were taking a train down, you know, to, you know, a couple hours away and taking multiple buses and doing a weird meetup in someone's, you know, at a gas station or something. Like is what I think of when I think of these older J's that I was I was wearing at that time. So that's the foundation piece. And then layered in is, um, you know, I, I have been, you know, <laughs> I, I've been a victim of some of the, the hype stuff for sure. So I, I've been able to get certain pairs, whether it be through, you know, just good connections or being lucky or draws or whatever it is. And uh, I like to kind of layer a few, not everything, but a few in that, um, I, you know, I like the look of or maybe a story or whatever. So, but primarily it's Jordan Focus. Recently, there's been some New Balance stuff. Comfort has been a big one. I feel like once, you know, you, you start to feel things when you get older and your feet and your legs <laughs> start to gravitate. Well, Rich is talking about Crocs. Like 10 years ago, I would like, I would never even ever consider that ever. Now it's absolutely, because I don't have a pair, but I would, I would consider it because the comfort's there. It's just, it's just something you think about. Foundational, primarily Jordan stuff, layer type stuff. And then now it's like almost geared to comfort. So let me interject a little bit. So how, how do you feel about like, because I know like the New Balance wave, it's just like crazy. I mean, even your stuff too. Like I see your post, you know, you're throwing the A6 or I love like, kinda, I, I love seeing your post because it's always a mixture, but like, I still get like you in it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, get some people, they post stuff and it's just very like, okay, this is rolling with the punches. Like this is the shit everybody's posting. But then you get some people where it's like, it's a nice mixture of different things. So you all see you in like, like I said, I can appreciate those, you know, OG colorway retros and then you'll throw in a new balance or an A6 so, like, what's your thoughts and, like, like how do you feel about the New Balance? Like, kind of that wave or the dad shoe wave, you know, everybody's, like, into that Taylor shit Swift now. Wave. So, like, what, yeah, like, what, yeah, pfft, oh, fuck, don't even get me started on that. But, um, yeah, like, what are your thoughts on that? What was the other thing Kali said? The, the, the Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift remember wave. The, the New Taylor Balance Swift. 550s, like, oh, oh, God, I'm just like, yeah, she wore those and apparently everybody's losing their minds on I'm just like, here we go. We're yeah. just bullshit, but. Yeah, like, what's your thoughts on kind of that whole movement? I know the comfort's there. Yeah. What other aspects of that kind of speak to you that, you know, you're kind of rocking with those? It would definitely be a lie to just say New Balance only buying for the comfort. I mean, it's obviously very trendy as well. I think that there's some models that are actually have really great ties to retailers or brands 
that are able to do something kind of interesting. I think Kith has been doing stuff with ASICs for years, right? New Balance, mm-hmm. right? Bodega has some stuff with New Balance. Like I like some of those collaborations, which are which are, are very cool, nice looking sneakers as well. And then there's that extra, you know, comfort, which is probably one of the biggest things. But say from the New Balance perspective, wave. It's interesting. Like, I can't say that I'm, I'm like an OG New Balance head by no means. I think my first New Balance pair ever was like 2018 or 2017, right? It was like fairly recently in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, a, a lot of that has been because I've just kind of been interested in some of those collaboration pieces, interested in the direction of where sneaker stuff is moving. How do I feel about other people just kind of getting into it? I don't have any real opinion on it. I think I think it's fine. I mean, I agree with you guys to a certain extent, the Taylor Swift 550, whatever, like, and then it's it's easy to get sucked into it for sure. I had a couple pairs. I have the, I still have pairs of those Emily and Door 550. And like, I don't like the 550. Actually, I, I wore it for a bit. It's not a comfortable shoe. It looks it very- It doesn't look, it doesn't look comfortable. That's the thing. And, and when you look at it from top down, it's, it's pretty horrendous. Um, oh, really? Good to know. You don't need it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't know if that answer your question, but it's it's kind of it's interesting. Like it's like uh, I'll just I'll just remind you guys of the interesting little era, right? When Boost made that big big what was that 2014 or 2015, 2013? Yeah, around around there. Whenever that was happening, I remember I was on Facebook. I was on it must have been TSG or it was a group back then that doesn't really isn't really doing something. Shout out to TSG. You guys remember all that? And there was uh, I remember this post. This guy was trading like all of his like retro J's. Like I would say there was like eight or nine pairs for like one or two pairs of ultra boost. It's all mm-hmm. he and people were just doing this. And that triggered to me something crazy. Cause it was like, it was no longer cool to wear J's at that time. And it's all about boost. And it's just, it's interesting. Are we at that point with new balance versus, you know, other brands now? I, I'm not, I'm not really making that point, but I'm kind of saying there's the shifts are so there's so, it's so interesting to, to see that shift, which means that, it was absolutely trend focused and maybe not something else, maybe not history or a deeper appreciation of the model or silhouette or brand for that matter. So I don't know if I'm forever going to be wearing New Balance. I just know that as I'm kind of getting older, I, I I am open to wearing things that I previously would have never been. And now that they're also a trend, it's like maybe it's good timing too. So no, I think that's a that's a great point. That and I, even that example with Adidas, right? You know, with New Balance, it I I don't. I don't get that feel so much because I still think people like, you know, Jays are still a thing. And I think like, you know, with the new balance, that wave is like you said, very trendy and, you know, people are kind of going that route. But at the same time, I think the difference with the Adidas and the new balances is that people were just getting rid of shit to get to to the boost where people incorporating the new balance into kind of their collection. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're welcoming it in as opposed to like, I'm going to get rid of all my shit and just go this route. So I think that's why, like, with the New Balance piece, I'm kind of good with it because, like, with the Adidas, I was like, dudes are crazy. Like, I was, I'm, you know, I was all in my glory. When when that Adidas shit came, I was just buying up J's for the low because people were just getting rid of their shit, right? Because, like, Adidas was everything. And um, it was just crazy to witness it. And like I said, I think I appreciate with New Balance is that people are more or less incorporating it into their collection as opposed to just selling shit off. It's like, no, you know, I like my J's, but, you know, I'm a, but I'll sprinkle a little New Balance in there, you know, or an A6 or whatever the fuck these these dash shoes are. But to your point, like with Kith, salute to Kith, open up that flagship store. Not a fan of the model they picked for the shoe. I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody knows I'm very opinionated. I think he could have went with something else. 
of all the models out there, why? Um, but that's a story for another day. Yeah, I just like that people are incorp incorporating it into their collection as opposed to just like getting rid of shit and then going there. So it's kind of, it's cool to see. So yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I just wanted to get your thought because I know a lot of people now wear New Balances and people are, you're rich, yo, you got to get a pair, like the comfort. And I'm, I'm almost there because I'm just like, yeah, I need a comfortable like walking shoe that I can just wear all day. And I'm good, so I'm just on the cusp. So I go with pair of nine nineties or nine ninety threes, and just yeah. all right. There we go. Yeah, I'm almost there, man. So yeah, appreciate appreciate that. I just like I said, I just want to kind of get your thoughts on that because you know it is it is it is a trending thing now. So I'm just always curious to see what are people's you know rationale for kind of getting into it. And comfort is always at the forefront, but I also want to know like from another point of view, like what else. Kind of draws you to that with the exception of comfort so i mean thank you just i'll just say like if we go back what a year two years and you guys can all chime in on this when did nike dunks really pop was that 2017 <laughs> yeah 2019 um, maybe i'm gonna like, say like 2019 2020 is when they kind of started to gain some momentum okay I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna say i never bought any of those Sorry, Rich, you're into the Panda Dunks. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think the Panda Dunks, actually, I don't know why there's so much hate on it, If you know, whatever. But I never got into the Dunk thing at that time because the prices were crazy. And when I, I think when we always thought about Dunks, you guys can all, probably all agree, Dunk was always that, like, it was that, like, outlet shoot to me. It was always it was that, yeah. cheap, like, cheap. And the materials are cheap. It's just that's what it is. it's a good shoe, but materials are cheap, right? And then so then when I was seeing these like dunk lows for like 300, 350, I'm like, these shoes are not the, the material is just not, it's just no way it's there, right? So it was tough for me to get into that model again because I we all knew that it just wasn't quite there. And to get into the colorways you wanted, you really have to pay to get in there to participate. Mm -hmm. Miss that boat. So. That's facts. Yeah, that's that's facts. The dunks I can never understand. But, you know, it's for the generation, I, I guess, is what I chalk it up to. They're going to eat it up, but I'm not buying my kid no $350 pan. Not ever seen me say panda. I'm not buying him any $350 dunks. It's just not happening. Because it wasn't even just pandas, right? It was the Michigan State. It was everything. It was, it the, was everything. Like, all and they're still up there. Yeah. I'll take white on whites. I'll buy more than whites all day. I can get two pairs of white on whites for the price of one of them dunks. Fuck it. I can get three pairs for the price of one of them dunks. Yeah. And so. the quality is the same on them, right? And the, the Air Forces will last them longer, to yep. be honest with you. So, All right. Uh, so we'll talk Appreciate about that. people giving away a ton of shoes to get one or, you know, coming on to come up with pairs. Uh, what would you consider to be a, a grail pair or some of your more unique pairs in your collection you've collected over the years? Grail pairs? Yeah. The word grail is so weird. I'm sure you guys have talked about it in other episodes and stuff. What's your thoughts on that word or what's the criteria? I'm going to say, because everybody got the criteria with respect to grills. What is your criteria for grill pair? Yeah, we all need to have our own definition of grill in order to answer that, right? It's weird. Like, uh, I think the definition has shifted from what I would think it would be like 10 years ago to what it is now. It, I can't say it's the exact same definition as it was because the dollar sign attached to the monetary value attached to monetary value, I'm putting air quotes, attached to all these shoes, really affects the way I see shoes now, and it's really almost impossible for me to detach myself from that. If I only looked at these re like as, as all retail prices or whatever, it would be easier for me to look at shoes, I think, but it's really hard for me to detach myself. So now Grail is like obviously associated with 
monetary value, rarity, all that. And then obviously some sort of desire for the shoe itself, which is subjective and individual. So the way I saw it before was very just subjective and individual. And then now it's become like so attached to how limited a shoe is. So grail pairs by like a general definition, we're talking like off-white Chicago ones or whatever. Like I have, I have a pair of off-white Chicago ones and a pair of the uh, off-white like UNC ones and some, some, you know, Travis Scott ones. I have a few of those, which might be seen as a grail by others. And they're not exciting pairs to me. No disrespect to any of those pairs. They're just not pairs that I really like get excited for or look at or what, what they actually just sit in the closet right now. And I'm actually too scared to wear them, which is a hor- horrific thing to have to say because of that attachment, that value attached to it. What I find is like a grail pair to me. It's actually like, I really, I think these are, I, I think they're probably up there now, but this is a dope shoe to me. Like, I love this shoe. They also highs. Grail pair. Honestly, I'd probably say those Rockefeller Air Force Ones. When I, when I looked at those, I had this like feeling again, like, I got all like, you know, like I was had I was like smiling or something when I, when I picked them up. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Love I, it. Yeah. Other uh, maybe my Atmos Air Max ones. Like I, I put those up there. I mean, they're they're really up there now, I think, in price. But stuff like that. I think it's I'm trying to shift away a bit more from like what price are we seeing on your favorite reseller platform? And now go back to like, what does that shoe mean to you? And how hard was it to get it? Or because there's shoes out there. I think they're like not going for much or maybe they're not going for anything because you can't really find them but and no one really knows about them so no one's really searching for them but they would be really really hard to find like even harder to find than your five thousand dollar shoe it, it might be some it might be like an ewing or something ewing had crazy i have a ewing like big l collaboration that i don't think you can like find anymore but it's not like people are actually looking for it you know looking what I'm saying? For it, yeah that's a grail you know so it's kind of it kind of the definition so skewed and weird so I, I don't know i'm kind of ranting there but that to me the grail pairs are kind of they, they're very i'm trying to get them to be more like meaningful subjective things to me that are attached to points of my life that i was thinking about sneakers in a very very specific way so good answer um, in a way it's almost like the grail system needs a tier list where you have like mm-hmm. your super tier grails which would be like a freddy or a mags or something that you don't really ever expect to get in life but then there's like the nostalgia grails like for me like a cool gray 11 and stuff and even though it is a grail i don't necessarily need to have it in my collection this time but if it does come up again on nike.com you might just pick it up again so there's ones like that so really understandable about that with that are there any pairs you're still on the hunt for right now yeah, a bunch. <laughs> We're trying to be good here, Thomas. Come on, man. They're not not even really hard to find. I'm just waiting for a good price on them. Um, okay. Bunch of Barkley stuff. Barkley OG Club. Ah, it was mad funny. I was looking for those shits at SneakerCon. Because I'm like, I need a pair of those CB. There was a guy wearing one. There was a guy wearing it with the Toronto Raptors jersey. Blasphemy. Couldn't do it. You got to wear a Phoenix jersey with that, man. Not doing that. That's wild crazy. When I seen oh, that, that's something wild I've seen... Back in the wild, day, Rich, a lot of guys did that. Back wild, day, that was... crazy. We don't do that. Mm-mm. I know the colors match. Doing too much. Sorry, my guy. That's... Sorry. <laughs> you saw that. I didn't see that. That's crazy. Yeah, wild. Or maybe there wasn't any awareness put into it when it was put together. I don't. There wasn't, man. I shook my oh, head no, when I seen. I just, I just gave. Fine. I just gave it a a head shake when I seen it. I'm just like, oh my gosh. You gotta have grown up here, man. Oh man! Anyway, sorry, sorry to cut you. Yeah, sorry to cut you. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so yeah, CB ninety fours, 
air bacons, penny twos. I'm trying to go back and get all my old penny twos, penny ones, ones, twos, and threes. Funny, I did the eggplant colorway in those threes. I need yes. those. I need to get another pair of bread 13s again. That last pair is just smoked. I, I yeah, whatever. Last shot 14s. I'm sure those are gonna retro again soon. So I'm kind of just waiting on those. Outside of that, let's see. To me, grail stuff, maybe. Jordan 2 Just Dawns in the beach, that beach colorway. Yes. Jordan 2 Mellows. I, I want to get a pair of those if I can find I those. I need a pair of those. Yep. And let's see here. I'd love to get... I slept on this pair. So sad. I was so stupid. Like, I just waited too long. Someone locally was selling a pair of Ferris Bueller um, SBs. How much? Honestly, bro, he only wanted, like, 100 for them. And they were, like... I know 400 sounds stupid, but I think they're going for, like, 1200 or something. They're going for, like, 12 Yeah. Easy. Okay. No, I, you've, I've seen pre-owned for four to six. Really? Okay. It's, yeah. Three, because he, I think he's, he just want to get rid of them, and I was like, oh, I'm offer him three. To be honest with you, I, I never, it never just went there, and they were already sold. I'm like, all right, I'd love to get those in the collection. Honestly, I want to get those Nigel Sylvester Jordan ones in my collection at some point. I need, I need those back. Bro, I had those. I got rid of. Them. I had, I had four pairs. <laughs> that's, that's on you, then. That's. that's <laughs> you probably four pairs i have four pairs that's a me problem for sure i'm slapping yeah, myself he, he got the amaz and he told himself he didn't need these anymore like all the amaz are basically the same thing yeah kicking yeah. myself i had those and i remember just being like nah these are whack and i know nothing about like bmx spiking and all that and i'm like i'm not gonna buy a beat up shoe like are you kidding me i'm getting rid of this and they're going for the high so i got rid of them and then i'm like i should kept those lance mountain aj ones I, I've, I've been looking mm. for the white joints i mean I, the white pair but i prefer the white and then, of course, if I could get, you know, Stussy SBs from 05, any of the, the three bears, any of those 05 Supreme Dunks. I still need a pair of Aqua 8s back. I know, you, Collie, you're talking about Aqua 8 slides, Hydro slides. My 2015 Aqua 8s, man. Yeah, I, I need those, not those back, but, you know, hopefully those a new ones are in it. We come back soon. It's been eight years. That's it. Probably some, maybe some 95s or a couple, just some some of the OG, like the, the, the neon the 95s or whatever. That's it, man. I know that's a- deep, though. I like that. Nah, that's you talking my language, man. With a yeah. lot of those pairs. So at two thousand Nike basketball stuff is kind of what I'm into right now. Can't really find that, but they retro some stuff here and there. So yeah, it's it's hard to get some of that stuff. You really gotta really gotta be hunted. But that's that's the thrill the thrill of the hunt, man. Well, we talked about the hunt, and usually if I talk about my hunt, I get this cringy feeling that my wife is about to scold me or something. Um, but let's <laughs> head over to yours and say, uh, is your spouse into sneakers? Because mine, not really. Really? Okay. Yeah, she is. I, I think, I've, Rich, I've told you about this too, but she's been like a New Balance head. I think when mm. New Balance was like, you're getting clowned off your shoulder at school with New Balance. So she still has her old... New Balance stuff from high school. She has J's from high school that we still have in our closet that, you know, whatever, you know, some some threes and fives and stuff. But she still has her old New Balance. And she said, right, it was like right in that later high school, I just went to New Balance. I never really bought anything else. Never bought another pair of J's again. And she pretty much only wears New Balance. And then when the whole New Balance thing happened, going back to your original question that you asked me, how do you feel about this whole New Balance? I asked her that because I'm like, don't you feel a little bit like weird that now, now, you know, everyone that was clowning you for this shoe is now on this shoe? It's not that deep to her. She's just like, nah, it's, it's fine. Everyone's wearing it. It is what it is. It's just a little bit more annoying to be able to get some of those pairs now that everyone's into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's been super into, I mean, we went, we we met through kind of kind of sneakers. So she's always been into sneaker stuff. You know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, sneakers and whatever, but she's, yeah, specifically into New Balance shoes. Uh, that's pretty much all of her collection. She has some Nike, some swoosh stuff. 
some Tom, what is it? Yeah, Tom Sachs. I think she, yeah, she, you know, she has a pair of those, but it's primarily New Balance stuff. New yeah. Balance. That's dope. Yeah, uh, that's dope. Okay, so then uh, the question that we're going to ask originally, uh, what are her thoughts on your sneaker collection? But since she collects sneakers either, <laughs> do you guys encourage and kind of buy more shoes or do you kind of hold it down and say, hey, we should probably not buy more shoes? Great question, man. For sure, it's a space like it's a space issue in our place. So it's kind of just like we're tapped out. If I get any new pairs, it's like it's not a good, necessarily good thing. <laughs> Well, but it's, one's coming in, one's got to come out, right? So it's it's that kind of situation. So I'm I'm just so picky on like what I buy these days. I, I think both of us are. So we're just a little bit more specific. All right. So um, next question. Let's go. Uh, let's talk about Broke Bodega. How did this come about? Where do you source your pairs? Is it easy to move pairs? And uh, what are your thoughts on pre-owned sneakers? So it really is just a it's just a little Instagram handle that I created and wasn't it's not really supposed to be anything. It was mainly just a page for me to sell my own pairs. My parents are, are, are super I'm super grateful that to have this, but I have a lot of my shoes there. My old bedroom, which has now been converted into something else, but there's there's shoes in there, right? So I was able to leave like a good chunk of stuff there. And then um just over the years, like I I've just kind of had stuff stored there. And then when I went back, I was like, wow, I have all these pairs that either one never really fit me right. Bought them in a period where I was maybe a different transitional size or whatever, or just pairs. I'm just like, I, I just, I'm not interested in, the, in wearing this anymore. So maybe there's an opportunity to just get rid of some stuff at a decent price. And then so really, it was like me just posting up stuff on, on the page. But the actual, the reason, again, kind of going back to our last question was just like, there's even stuff that I had here that I'm like, I got to actually make room for maybe the potential of getting a new pair in and getting rid of something that I'm, it's time to move, move on from. Cause I don't wear enough. So really that's just how the, the handle started. Rich and I have connected through there, which has been dope. And the, the name is just basically like, I'm just trying to sell pairs for <laughs> as low as seems reasonable. So someone else is able to get something, get some good wears out of, you know, I price up some ticks at like 20, 30, $40 or whatever. And most of the stuff is used. I mean, when I got into still to this day, I kind of just, I'm totally fine with pre-owned sneakers. Obviously you want to be hygienic. And typically every time I get a pre-owned pair, I'll either, rip out the insole and chuck it or, you know, just completely clean it. And I, I don't see a problem with that. Other people have clean on it, which is completely fine too. But yeah, I, I typically am selling off or buying pre-owned pairs because it also feels a little, uh, I feel a little less guilty when I'm taking the first few steps and scuffing up a pair of a shoe that, you know, straight out the box or one that's been worn maybe once, right? It, there, there's, a, you know, and I can maybe save a little bit of money as well. So typically I, I, I try to um, not make the habit get, too you know costly and and so i kind of do that through pre-owned shoes which i've done since i guess the very beginning and then as it relates to the to the handle it just was you know started off as pairs of my own moving them to other people that are okay with wearing you know some lightly used or pre-owned pairs and then as i started to get more inventory it was started as my own stuff and then um people just started hitting me up so people would hit me up on my personal instagram just be like hey you know moving a bunch of pairs like interesting this stuff and i typically wanted to buy things that weren't you won't see like panda dogs or yeezys or anything popular on the page it's primarily just like older stuff obscure. that yeah obscure things that you know I, I find interesting and other people that probably follow the handle like rich or whoever else may find interest in kind of weird retro could be nike basketball just weird runners stuff like that, that you might not see every day so yeah it's and I, and, and i think that's dope and I think that's what drew me to it. Because I think even before, I think you had, what the fuck did you have, man? You posted something. Oh, the Olympic Sixes from, I think, 2012 or somewhere around there. And then we were just chatting and then realized it was you. 
<laughs> I was like, oh shit. I'm like, what's good? Yeah. But for me, like I just loved like even now, like you post just these obscure pairs that you don't see often, a lot of you know, older stuff or not a lot of the popular things. And obviously, I mean the off-white air forces you have, but you may get shit like that in. In terms of pairs like that, you don't necessarily source them, but like people are reaching out. Have there been pairs like a guy's like, yo, I have these, and it's like, oh, I might keep that one for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that have kind of came in into that lot. Have there been pairs like that? Like yeah. you may get someone that reach out to you and it's like, oh shit, nah, I've been looking for those. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna hold on to them joints. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Funny story. It was this girl or woman. She was selling, I guess, you know, her her ex. I didn't know this at the time, but she was selling a whole bunch of men's shoes. She's in a lot of <laughs> she, knew she was selling necessarily and she had she had like flights for like 150 and then she had like a pair of retros for like 50 and it like so the prices were all over the place and she obviously didn't have really an understanding of what was going on but i'm like listen i can tell you what's actually good and what's like probably not so good and i can just offer you price on everything and most of the stuff wasn't like very interesting stuff and stuff wasn't really my size either but i just you know made her an offer but i was able to get um so that's where i got actually got a pair of stealth 15s from there which like you can never really beans anywhere yeah so mm-hmm. a size 11 pair so i was able to keep that for myself and then i got um Recently got a, not recently, it would have been over the summer, but it was a pair of Jordan 2s. It's the all-white 2018. It's like an all-white. I might just grab it right now. You guys would know. Like one of those anniversary? I don't know what oh, this is. Oh, yeah, yeah. The white reds. The yeah, white dope. Yeah. Are they called the cherry 2s? Yeah. They, are they called the cherries? I don't know what they I'm not even sure what they call them, but they had them in, for some of the listeners, uh, they also came in a countdown pack from an 08. And then they did a retro a few years after Jordan 2's. The all white with the little red hits of red. That's a 2014, my bad, not 2018. Yeah. 100% right. And that was 08, right? For the for the CDPs. Yeah, it was 08. Came in the pack with the 21's. Yeah. So. Dope. So just like interesting little weird things that you, that, you know, I found here and there. And I, again, this is no secret, but you can find a lot of great stuff on Facebook Marketplace, actually. Mm-hmm. You guys have seen it too. Like you can often find like weird, obscure stuff on there. So nah, that's dope, man. Salute to you and salute to the page. I'm always watching. I see your shit. I'm always like, yeah, let me see what he got. So uh next, let's talk a little about about your time shooting your YouTube videos. What inspired you to start your channel? How did you manage to maintain your creative mindset when creating your content? And uh, do you see a possible return of the YouTube in the future? Maybe not as the same alias, but as a new direction, or I don't know. Yeah, good question. I have to keep the same alias because I got verified on YouTube with that alias. And if you change it, you lose the little check mark. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All the time I get that stupid check mark, which means nothing, really. It just puts your comment at the top and makes you look you know, cooler than you are. So, yeah. So, I mean, the name initially was, uh, yeah, for YouTube, I just, oh, sorry, your original question. And I'll go into how I um, edited it. I remember after university, you know, just like all of us in that, like it would have been like 2000 and yeah, it would have been in before 2010. And I was just like, so focused on trying to start a career within footwear, whatever, in any capacity I could, because I'm just, you know, you hear from all these people do what you're passionate about or whatever, you know, the, the common things that people tell you. And so I said, okay, this makes total sense. I want to do something in footwear. And it was, it's obviously a lot harder to just kind of dive into that, you know, by just saying, hey, I'm just like shoes. Okay, so what, right? It, it, so I want to, in a way, create some sort of portfolio of some of the stuff that I liked about sneakers in general, the culture, reviewing product. You know, I was kind of just like, 
spreading my wings and, or sorry, spreading my net pretty wide in order to just like encompass a whole bunch of different things for the purpose of like eventually applying to something and saying, Hey, in addition to this resume or whatever, you know, work experience, I have this like channel that I explore and talk about footwear. And I want to use that as something in addition. I just, I felt like I needed something to kind of edge on, you know, anyone else that was applying within that industry. And at the time, YouTube was, I think still, it was doing, I think it's been around for, for several years prior to that, but still, for the most part, it's infancy stages as it relates to footwear and sneaker, like YouTubers and all that kind of stuff, right? So kind of started it and seeing that there weren't too many people doing it at the time and just start reviewing pairs that I just had around around my place. You know, from there, it was great. It kind of just opened up, you know, a, a bunch of different unique doors. I was able to meet all of you, you know, you know, through that really by attending events and doing recaps, reviewing shoes. It was, it was cool. You know, I, I was getting like, you know, shoes in the mail or whatever. We, we've all felt that feeling. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to, to get that and be recognized by, you know, a brand or whatever. And so um, from there, it, you know, the, the kind of turning point where I, I kind of moved away from YouTube was I was doing some work for Foot Locker. And they asked me to come into their uh, office to do a, like a presentation on present sneaker culture within Canada. This would have been like 2016 or something. And then uh, at that point, I, I did the presentation. And then afterwards, the HR manager said, what do you want to eventually do? Like, do you want to continue YouTube or turn this into <laughs> their office or working at an office or whatever? And I said, that's pretty much the, it's always kind of been the, the end goal. And that's kind of how things transition that way. So yeah, it was always supposed to try to be a tool to help me propel me in a certain direction. I never was a videographer or anything like that. So I just learned as we went. But um, yeah, it was definitely a fun kind of ride in terms of a return to it. I'd love to do it. Kali, we were talking a little bit about this, but like, yeah, I think doing something a bit more unique and, and bringing it, the focus a bit more back to uh, Canada specifically and our Canadian culture here and maybe how we differ to other regions and what we're all about here, I think is interesting. Maybe also taking it back to things that not everyone wants to see. It's not going to be the the super fun, exciting, easy dunk or, you know, whatever's trending at that moment. It might just be thoughts on older stuff or the other models that might not be trending at that time. So the plan is to eventually do that. I, it's just, you know, as you guys know, Trevor knows with the editing, it, it takes a while. It's a, it, it, it is um, a, a large investment of time. So not an excuse, but it is something that I'd like to eventually go back to. It's tough, man, because life comes at you, right? Like, it's just like, you know, when you were doing YouTube, all the, not all, I say all those years ago, it wasn't that long ago, but like you, when you were doing it at that time, right? Probably a different time in your life, right? Like you're married now. So you weren't, you weren't married at that time. Like that's a, that, there is a time commitment that comes with that, right? Like for us, when we started this during COVID, it was like, I've got nothing to do. Like, you know, <laughs> like I have nothing but time. Like, yeah, whatever. It's all good, right? Now you're getting to the point where it's like, oh, crap, like I've I've got things going on, right? And it's, it's, it's not just me, right? It's like that with everyone, right? It, you know, during COVID, it was an easy way for the for the team to get together and chat, right? Now, it's harder on a weekly basis for us to carve time out, right? You know, Kev's in LA this week, you know, Rich is going to Vegas. And I actually, I think you're going to LA soon as well, right? Collie's got this, he's working a little bit yeah. more, right? School, like there's more things going on than there was two or three years ago. And for you, there's more things going on than there was, you know, six, seven years ago. Spot on. Yeah. Life continues to change. And uh, yeah, I mean, adapting is part of the process too. So I completely agree. <laughs> 
All right. So with that, you mentioned you know the showing about a little bit about Canadian sneaker culture. Uh, tell us what you think uh, the direction of the sneaker community is going, either in Toronto, Canada, or throughout everywhere. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts as well. I mean, I think the best way to think of this question for me is like what initially attracted me to what we call the the sneaker community or sneaker culture. I love that you're calling it a community because I haven't heard the word sneaker community in <laughs> in a minute. Your <laughs> culture, like for the past like ten years or whatever, and that's really initially, if we think about it, why we probably were all attracted to this because we wanted to be part of some sort of interesting community that we can relate to other people that have shared interests and in what we like. And so when I was attracted to footwear, it wasn't just the footwear, but it was like what that footwear meant to the person wearing it, what kind of conversations you can have around this piece of fabric and glue and leather, right? And so there's a lot that came with it at that time. And then when you started to go down the pathway of, you know, online forums and you're meeting up with people and you're having these like really cool, it was almost like a secret, I, I hate that it sounds kind of corny, but it was like a little secret society and like, the early 2000s for me like not everyone was really into this and like people kind of nerded out about it and i developed some like really cool friendships that i still have to stay with these like people even standing in line i also had a good foot we're staying alive a bunch of people are there and you know this was part of it this is like a very small little community that we created and then um as the years went on i think the idea of community to me was not drowned out isn't the right word but like maybe watered down with entrepreneur entrepreneurialism is that a word entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and something and, and <laughs> with that in itself because those people will be everywhere in any culture that is popular but when it entered into what was initially like a very specific secret subculture and then became this sneaker culture it removed that feeling of community for me because unless you were super tight with the people that were like you know whatever in that you kind of got lost in it with dollar signs and how much stuff is worth and 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 that's just part of the game that's just what it has developed into now that we are in this part i almost want to think of as the other end of this whole like journey 2023 2024 as we move forward like i feel like we're starting to slowly get back to the feeling i had like 15 almost 20 years ago where i was like actually just talking about stuff like this versus talking about like how much is this worth and you know, you know, stuff like that, right? Which is like, I didn't really want to talk about that so much. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to have a conversation like we're having today, which I feel like I haven't had in a long time. And it's also why I kind of lost interest in, there was a few years there where I didn't buy any sneakers at all because I just wasn't interested at all. It kind of gave me a kind of a bad taste in my mouth about where the direction things were, were kind of in at that exact moment. And that was just subjective. It wasn't actually, there's nothing wrong with what was happening in sneaker culture. It was just how I viewed it. And now I have a bit more, like I'm seeing it in a different perspective, be like, there wasn't anything wrong with that. And there is nothing wrong with it now. It's just how I viewed it and how I'm viewing it now. And I'm completely okay with it. It's just kind of like, I have a comfort in the community aspect, which is what initially attracted me towards it versus someone that maybe entered in 2017 and they viewed sneaker culture as an entrepreneurial aspect. And maybe that's where they feel home is. And that's what they like about it. And now that it's not so much about, maybe it's not so much about reselling in a few years. And then they leave the culture because it's not something that they're interested in because it's lost that meaning to them. So I guess everyone has their own sort of meaning, but that's how I feel about it right now and where it's where it's heading. But I'm curious to know what you guys think, or maybe you completely disagree with me. I or, or agree i'm not <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting because everything everything kind of comes in waves right so you know 
we had it, uh, you know, during COVID where there was all these people who were trying to capitalize on sneakers and, you know, it took away from our community, which I'm sure you felt like, you know, Panda Dunks being 500 bucks, like, you know, the people in this room or in this chat right here are sitting there looking like, I never pay 500 bucks for a pair of Dunks. Like, that's ridiculous, right? But there's people who want, who were got into it during COVID because, you know, they had extra income, extra spending money. So it just took off, right? I would say a good example of where sneak, uh, sorry, of where sneaker culture is going is if we, uh, like my experience from sneaker con last weekend, right? Year over year, like if we're looking at 22 versus 23, right? It's crazy to think what a difference it was at that show, right? And I mean, we were vendors in 22, so, you know, we didn't get a chance to walk around as much, but, you know, we did walk around and Rich Call, you can kind of attest to this as well. It was completely different. It was hard to pick out. I remember one of the questions we did on our, the panel we did in 22 was, what have you seen here at SneakerCon that you thought was interesting? I actually had a hard time <laughs> answering that question <laughs> because I, I legit couldn't find anything that was interesting. Everyone had a Panda Dunk or a Yeezy on their table, right? So I think it's good. It that was bad. Exactly, right? Like, I mean, you know, we go to these things. Thomas, you talked about it. You know, some of the earlier shows that we would have gone to, right? You know, people were just there to showcase their collections. That's cool. You want to see some of that stuff and see those kinds of displays. Now, I think we're maybe not getting back to that point, but we're getting back to people having a variety of sneakers. And, you know, we can we can talk about these things. And, you know, it's not such a, a transactional experience with sneakers right now. That's probably a good way to put it. Uh, great take. Bobby, yeah, um, what's your thoughts? I want to chime in just a little bit because it, it very much rings true to the same way I feel. The main thing, though, I feel is kind of lost for me is the kind of the little scavenger hunt, the more collecting side, like the got to catch them all Pokemon feeling. Because 10 years ago, when it was pretty much just eBay or like Nike talk or like Craigslist, it felt like you really were hunting and you did find some amazing pre-owned pairs and stuff like that around. But when you'd go on vacation somewhere, you'd go to the local sneaker shop or whatever, and they'd have stuff, and you'd be like, oh, shit, I want to buy that. Like, they had resale shops, but they had pre-owned, like, especially all over Asia and stuff. It was it was just a different time. Now, once the, like, you know, full only sell new pair sites started popping up, and it became more economically more of a thing to sell, then I feel like, okay, yeah. Now it's great because anything I want, I can get, but it kind of made it now more just a commodity, another buy, sell item. It's just like, you know, it's like getting a, a nice car rather than just a family car, right? It's just, it's just more of a pain, a headache now, I feel like, because it's, I don't know, it just feels like a commodity that I'm forced to deal with now, not something I'm hunting and having fun with. Yeah, I agree. I like. I mean, I referenced it a couple times. Like, I I think now I just I, I feel like the dinosaur. I feel like the old person looking into like the next generation. You know, and at the same time, it, it's almost like it's nice in a way because I kind of feel good to see like you know we we've been into shoes for so long that you know we got to kind of like I mean I've seen shoes in it its inception right like talk about the nineties like I've I've been watching it since I was a kid. So I think for me, it's cool to see this younger generation coming up and kind of how they look at shoes and how they view shoes. And, you know, I know we may not agree with everything, but I think for me, like in terms of the community, I think we're kind of getting back to kind of some of the older things and kind of how it was. Because I think there was a time like we can all agree, like it was just like, what the fuck like is going on? Like, it's just, you know, between the influencers and 
just all the bullshit that came with it. It was just like, like, what are we doing here? You know, and I feel like now it's kind of getting back to a place where it's kind of almost level again. And then I said, we're older, right? Our outlooks on collecting and, you know, what we're hunting is, is kind of changed. And I almost feel like, you know, we're passing like that torch for the next generation coming up. And I just want to be like a positive aspect of that, right? I don't want to be the old guy like, oh, back in my day, like, you know, we were doing this, like, no, like, you know, I understand that it's different times and, you know, these kids are looking at shoes a lot different than we were. And I think just meeting them where they're at is like the most important thing is, you know, this is where they're at. This is their reality when it comes to shoes and I can't impose, you know, my views and what I think. And I think just encouraging it. Man. And and like I said, just kind of giving them a bit of history in terms of where this came from, you know, and, and this is the reason why they're into it. Like, you know, this is well before you and just, you know, showing a bit of respect for, you know, the people who came before and a lot of the collectors and, you know, people who put their time, you know, passion into this. And I think that's just kind of where I'm at with it. But I definitely think it's in a better place than it was like a few years ago. Like, and then I think, you know, being at SneakerCon this year kind of gave me a glimpse into that because I think I'm just looking at it from a different lens now, now that I am a little bit older and things that were important that I thought were important to me, you know, at least with the respect to shoes, I, I kind of have a different outlook on it now. And, and like I said, I think it's just cool to see the younger kids coming up and just kind of what they're doing with it. And, you know, like I said, kind of their take. So it, it's nice. It's refreshing. And I think at the same time, it, it keeps us youthful in a sense. I always say, I say, you know, as we get older, we kind of lose that childlike mind state. And, you know, when you're tapped in with like these these younger kids coming in, even for me, like, you know, just having teenage kids, like, I think in a sense, they keep me young. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. And it's just nice to kind of have that feeling because, I mean, they're next up. And, and that's how I kind of look at it. So yeah, I think it's in a good place. Better than it's happened. You know, there's some hope. <laughs> I want to touch on specifically what you said about like leaving the it in a better place. Like you feel like you're looking in kind of thing, right? I think that's something we try and do. And I'll reference SneakerCon this weekend, right? In our panel, we talked about Panda Dunks and when Rich and I were talking about what should we talk about, I specifically said, I want to put this question in, but I want to phrase it differently than we see everywhere else, right? Because kind of the whole point of teaching is that, you know, like, Thomas, you were there, right? You heard some of the kids like, oh, those are trash. Like, you know, they're so readily available, whatever the case is, right? And you're kind of sitting there. It's like, do you think they're trash because you just truly don't like the shoe? Or is it trash because everyone has them? Because 20 years ago, everyone having them was not some a bad thing right rich your story about up like sorry up tempos air forces right <laughs> and like your story about you know like you you go buy a fresh pair of of air forces right like it was just readily available right you'd wear them three times throw them out and get a new pair right like you know you saying something like it's this generation's air force is something that they may not know they see air forces all the time right but they don't know that like this isn't new, right? Like the Panda Dunk, what's happening with the Panda Dunk is not a new happened, situation. It happened before, man. You know, know, so. And yeah, I agree, Trav. I think that's why, you know, we were very intentional where with the Panda Dunk, we wanted to have some honest conversation about it. Not just like, oh, like. What's what, the most you know? overrated shoe? Why, is, or yeah, sorry, why like, is the Panda Dunk the most overrated shoe ever? Yeah, it like, just, you know. it's, it's kind of like you're just setting it up to just get bashed, right? Whereas like, no, we want honest opinions. Like, what are your thoughts on it? And then also, too, like us giving some context to it. And my point of using that Air Force One example is like, it's okay. 
Like if there's a shoe that's readily available and everybody's wearing it, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to frame it in a way where it's like, it's okay, man. If, you know, there's a particular shoe that you can just walk into the store and I, mean, I don't know if you can walk into the store and get it, but you can get that shoe if you want to. Everybody's wearing it. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I just want to take that like preconceived notion that like, if there's a shoe that everybody's wearing, that it's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, so, and that's where it plays into where it's like, we want to kind of, you know, put them on game and just kind of give them a different outlook on those things that they mes- might necessarily think, oh, it's a bad thing. And mm-hmm. and a lot of it is because you have individuals that are bashing the shoe or making it seem like it ain't shit because you can't make a profit or everyone has it. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. So, I mean, like we as sneakerheads, you know, we, we've talked about this, right? Thomas, you've probably been into stores, right? You've probably, I would assume maybe you've started to see Panda Dunks sitting at stores a little bit. I've started, you know, here and there mm-hmm. starting to see them. It is what it is, right? But I mean, we as sneakerheads want to be a little bit more individual than everyone else, right? So do you want to wear a Panda Dunk or would you prefer to wear some other dunk it doesn't matter like you've got the you have the della souls you showed us earlier in the episode right you probably want to wear that over like a dunk low or high right like because you want to wear something different within a dunk that other people haven't seen right there's nothing wrong with everyone having you know dunks new balance 550s because you know taylor swift wore them like you know there's nothing wrong with that but i mean i think the big thing is is that you gotta like that shoe right i talk about this all the time with my journey and right and most of us probably had something similar when i started collecting in 2010 I wanted everything. I wanted to touch everything, right? But then you get five, six years down the line and you're like, it's good because you get to see everything, try it on, see how you like it. But then you get down the road and you're like, why did I buy this? I don't like this. Like, this is awful. Or you get to the, you know, you get to that point where you can really take your collection and go, okay, this is the stuff I really care about. Everything else is like, maybe you like it from afar, but it's not your shoe, right? No, definitely agree, man. Yeah, I guess if the Panda Dunk is bad, like I said, or it's like, oh, fuck them. It's like, look at the 550, that New Balance. Everybody named Mama had them shits. Mm-hmm. Ain't no different. I don't look at that shoe any different than the fucking Panda Dunk. Everybody was wearing them. So, yeah, it's just, what are you going to do? But great question. We always, like, for the guests, we always want to kind of like, we always pump that one out there just because everyone has a different answer, right? And everyone's outlook is a lot different. So, appreciate you uh, for that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an amazing question because everyone's going to have a different answer on it. Trev, I'm curious to know, what were some of the notable pairs, not to drag this on too much, what were some of those notable nope. that you got rid of that you kind of just realized I didn't want anymore? And what was the reason initially for even wanting them? Was it to complete a collection? Was it, now I'm understanding you're more of an Air Max guy. Like, is it, was it? Yeah. At the time, I just wanted to get a bunch of retros. Like, so that was a lot. So let me backtrack further than that. When I started at Foot Locker, my big thing was I want to have a pair of shoes to go with all my outfits. That was the intention when I started, right? So I was buying your generic, like, call. you talked about the Air Flight Falcons at the beginning of the episode. You you, you guys can just Google that shoe. It's I promise <laughs> you it's nothing special. But at the time, there was a black pair with, like, some dark gray and some purple hits. And I was like, oh, dope. I have this really cool hoodie that's, like, got these like it's almost like the pinstripes but it like so but it had like uh i think it was gray and purple pinstripes through it i'm like dope this will go with it stuff like that right i have some gr dunks that like dunks aren't my silhouette specifically high dunks like it's just not my silhouette picked those up thought they'd be cool wasn't for me right i have some team jordans which you know when i got into it i thought was cool not so cool anymore right (laughs) so 
And then, you know what? Some of it was just like, I wanted all the retros. I wanted everything. It didn't matter what it was, right? Um, so Rich actually just put a, a photo in the chat with uh, him and Thomas from this was, which was this one, one of our shows, Rich? That was, uh, no, that was yeah, uh, Soul Exchange. Yeah, Soul okay. Exchange. And, and I was, we're actually, Trev, you, you know it now, but we're going to use that one for when we release this episode. <laughs> yeah, and I'll Thomas sure. is wearing those Maroon 5s. Yes. <laughs> Look how young we were. <laughs> Look how skinny I was. <laughs> Good yeah, times, man. Starve on it. It looks like you are starving. <laughs> I don't look like I was starving. <laughs> but Thomas, the funny thing is, so so I'm just referencing this photo because I noticed in it you were wearing the burgundy fives. Fives is a great example of a shoe that I just don't get anymore. There was a time and place for it, like where that big tongue was a thing. But now I'm just like metallic fives, for example. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know how I can wear can't this. Like, it. I just, I just think it looks. And I, I think the only one that I have that I really like is the Raging Bull Fives. Like, I just love that red suede. But like, Burgundies came back out, and I think that's a great shoe. But just the model for me now is just like, I'm it's like, why? It's not it, bro. Why? Like, I just, I just can't see myself wearing it. Fourteens is an example. I got the uh, the black toe fourteens. Great pair. Loved them when they came out. Thought it was really dope. Now I'm like, I never wear 14s. Like, I have the last shots, and, like, that's the sentimental shoe that you got to keep. But I barely wear them as it is, and I, I really like that shoe. So I'm like, why do I need to have these as well, right? So it was a collector's mentality of I need to have everything that's cool, where now it's like, okay, I can step back from fives. You know, sixes are okay, but they're not my favorite model, right? Ironically enough, sevens were, fell into that boat too, and I've actually come back around to them really liking that silhouette but it's really just kind of a lot of that like okay i love air maxes right so i never regret buying a pair of air maxes sometimes it's like okay these two are too similar let's get rid of this one and keep this one but i never regret getting those jordans i'm a little more like ones threes fours sevens that's really where i try and stay sort of thing i love hearing your answer and perspective it's like it makes me want to reevaluate everything I'll just really quickly say this, and it's just something that's just so weird in my brain, but like I can't get rid of some pairs, even if I don't really wear them, if I know they're part of like OG Jordan. I don't know what is wrong with my brain. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with you, man. Ain't no. nothing wrong with you. I got, I, got ton, I got tons of those that are I, just sitting there. And I know damn well I will never wear them, yep. but I will not get rid of them. Yep. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I can't get rid of my metallic fives. I don't really wear them, No. but I just can't get rid of them. You guys need yeah. to meditate, become Zen, maybe take a handful of <laughs> mushrooms and just let that flow out of your body. And you'll say, I can let go of these otherworldly possessions. I don't need them. But then no, realize there's some you do need. Yeah, guys. Man. Handful of mushrooms, yeah. you'll be good. Rich, I know you have to too, but I got to ask you guys one question. How many times have you ever th thought of, I want to hit the reset button on everything and start just... Oh, hun Oh, bro, no, no, I was no. I, I was literally there. I'm there like now. Like I it's so funny you ask that question because I, I literally said that to myself yesterday. And I'm I'm not even saying this shit just to be like I'm dead ass. I was like, yo, I'm almost at the point like I just want to just reset, like just get rid of everything and start all over. Yeah. Like that that's just how I'm feeling with oh. everything. And and I think part of it, like most of the guys know I've been getting rid of tons of pairs. I got rid of a lot of shit. And I think that in the back of my mind, that's what's driving it. I'm like, I just want to do a reset. And yes. I think we all get there. I, I think we've all done it. Whereas, like, you know, we've just fucking got rid of everything or close to it and started all over. I think it's necessary, to be honest with you, when it comes to this. 
You know, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I think it's it's a natural part of collecting. You'll get down to the bare bones. And obviously there'll be some pairs that you just won't get rid of. But I think for other other things, yeah, get rid of them and start over. But I literally just had that epiphany, I'll call it. Like, I just want to just like, yeah, hit the reset button, man. But you, start all over. You've done I, that, though, in the last bit, Rich. Like, I've done it many. I've done it plenty of times. I've tweaked my collection so many times. And it's amazing. And it's an amazing feeling. And I think that's why I do it because it, it, it it's almost like reigniting that spark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, you get to a point where it's like, I just feel like this is so just redundant and I'm like, I need to get back into that mode. So I think a yeah. lot of times that's why I've done it. I've gotten rid of pairs or, you know, purged my collection and just kind of, I'm always finding ways to just do things to kind of reinvigorate it. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's just part of the passion. But- I got a challenge for you guys then. You guys should do what I did a week ago. Get out of the luggage. Try to fit as many pairs as you can into the luggage. And those are the <laughs> only the pairs rest. that you're allowed to keep. And see if you'd be happy with only those pairs and everything else gone. It's an interesting like idea because even for me, like I'm moving into a into a smaller place, right? Like we moved into basically a stack condo, right? So like we don't have a ton of space, right? But I mean, it, like it really, like I've thought about that too. Like would I be happy if I cut my collection down to 10 pairs? 15 pairs like you know could i just really like dump a lot of this stuff and i mean you know sometimes when we do this or that though like we have questions that are phrased similarly to that like you know would you rather keep your i think what was the last one we did rich you can keep your top three shoes or every other model except sorry you can only wear your top three shoes or every other model except those top three shoes things like that that are just kind of you know out there but it really gets you thinking like, you know, we've, we've done a couple of similar questions to that where it's like, you know, like if I really had to cut it down, I could probably cut it down to like 10, maybe 15, maybe even less. And I think I'd be happy with those. Right. So it's true. Like, I mean, sometimes you think about that reset and it, it would be nice now. I mean, I think I would miss some of those pairs that I got rid of. So I don't know how low I could go, but I mean, you know, if you really came down to it, yeah, like, I mean, you know, you could be happy with 10 pairs of shoes, right? Especially if there's pairs that you really, really love. Because you get to this, like, Thomas, you probably, like, there was a point where I know you, like, when you were doing YouTube and stuff, you had a ton of pairs, right? But now you've probably gotten to the point where, like, I'm, I see your collection behind you, and I know I know that's not everything, but you've gotten to the point where you're like, I'm happy with these 50, like, or whatever, whatever the number is, right? Like, I'm, I'm happy with these pairs. Like, these fit my style. These fit how I dress. Like, you know, these are important to me. I'm happy with these sort of thing, you know? Yeah, it's that overindulgence consumption thing you can get sucked into. Mm-hmm. A great exercise and helpful to our brains if, like, we pulled a collie, but you can look at the door and you got like three or four pairs and like, that's it. And they're all the best. They are the best. They are all pairs that trigger something for you and mean something. And they're like, but that's all you have to worry about. No boxes, no broken down boxes, no stuff being stuffed in random closets. You just, it's at the door. This is it. This, this is all I get to choose from. Yeah. I had a question for Rich because when you decide to move and same with you, Trev, and actually call you an answer too, but when, when you put those in those two categories, getting rid of it, or I'm keeping it, what are those parameters? Like what makes it go into pile gone? Is it, I don't wear it? Is it, I don't like it anymore? Is it, what is, the, what, what would be the reason to put it in that I'm getting rid of it pile? For me, I'm just at a point where it's like, if I'm not wearing it, okay. if, it if I'm not wearing it, it has to go. If I have to force myself to wear it, I don't need it. That's how I look at it. Like if I got to force, if I wake, I go in my closet, it's like, I right. like, I'm going to take prime example, reimagine threes. Love that shoe. 
I don't even think about it. It's like, yep, I'm wearing these today. And that's such a great feeling. Like I could just go in the closet and just pull these out because I feel like we hoard, we lost yeah. that, like that feeling of like, you know, we take these shoes and we like almost idolize them, right? And I'm just like, I want to just get away from that. I want to get back to like, I want to wear these things and fucking enjoy them. I want to wear them into the ground and not feel bad about it. So I'm holding up the silver bullet 97s. Thomas, you were at you were at Foot Locker in like 16, 17 when these released. Yeah. So they were readily available. Everyone in Foot Locker had these at that time, right? Like, and for some reason, I decided I didn't want them. I've talked about this numerous times. Decided I didn't want them. My entire staff had them. They're like, why don't you want these? These are dope. Nah, not my thing. X, Y, and Z. So had to get them when they came out because I regretted it. You see that tag that's on the back there? That eBay tag that's uh, still nicely on there. Has been on there for nine months. I haven't worn them. And like, and that's exactly what you're talking about, Rich. I have no reason to not wear this shoe. I have none. There's no reason why I shouldn't just rock this shoe and wear it into the ground. I can't bring myself to wear it for some reason. Am I going to get rid of it? No, but I know exactly like <laughs> this is this is like I'm idolizing I'm, this shoe like I should be waiting for something special or it doesn't really go with this outfit or oh I could do something better like getting back to just wearing them and a great example right. of that is I have Atmos Air Max ones at the door. When I got them, they came with a replacement box. You know, I was like, you know what? I'll keep the box. If I have to get rid of it, I'll get rid of it. But it's at the door. And my girlfriend commonly refers to them as my travel shoe, which I think is awesome. So Brett, like- you should get silver paint and paint yourself silver for Halloween and then wear them and you could be the silver oh. server. <laughs> I was thinking, go, Carly. I, I knew I was waiting. Don't I was you waiting like Silver Surfer, Rich? Comments. I know you like I was, Silver I was, Surfer. I do like Silver Surfer, but really, man? <laughs> I was thinking Tin Man, but okay. <laughs> no, I knew he, I knew he was going to say with Silver Surfer. I, already, I know Carly too well. But yeah, no, that's just my my thing is like, if I'm at a point now where like, if I ain't wearing it, it's like with the Bacons, right? The prime example, Chef. The Bacons, I was very close to getting rid of them, but my wife has them. My wife loves this shoe. So I said, because of her, I will keep that. But like, it's like, I'm I'm looking at when it comes to Air Maxes, right? It's either the Air Max 90 infrared. Like, I just, I don't even think about it. If I want something a nice running shoe to wear, Air Max 90s, you know what I mean? Or that Skepta 97. So like, that's the feeling I want where it's like, I'm just going to particular pairs and I'm not even thinking. It's not even a forced thought. It's like, All right, I don't want to rock these shits today. So anything else that doesn't fall into that, it's almost like, yeah, it's like, you can go. You know what I mean? If I have the opportunity, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll move these. So I'm not wearing them. So that's kind of where I'm at. And all honesty, I would be good with like 14 pairs. No problem. Yeah. To just to just wear like and be good. We've done this for so long, dude. What more do we have to prove to anybody? It's kind of what I think. Like, we've yeah. been there. We've done that. I don't need to do that anymore. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I'm at with, with respect to like, you know, the collection and just wears man. I just I don't yeah. want to have to think about it. If I gotta think about it, or I'm like ah, I gotta these things have been sitting here for five months. Let me let me give them a spin. Yeah. Nah, you gotta go then. Is, is kind of where I'm at. Oh, you answered the question perfectly. Like the only thing, sorry, trying to cut you off. The only yeah. thing I was just like the wearability factor. If it's really nice shoe in hand, but if it's just not very realistic, like this is I'm gonna actually be wearing this. It's gotta go. It has crazy colors that other things that just will never, ever match anything I would ever wear. And it's going to look very strange. It's got to go. And then the last thing for me, and I do this for clothes as well. If I haven't worn it in a full year and it's still there it's go. around to actually want to wear it, then I might be here. And I'll just get it back then. Maybe if I really, really want it that bad. Yeah. Right? And the other thing I was just going to say on the last piece, 
and Trevor, you got to jump in right after. Is like there are plenty. When you said reimagine threes, I thought in my head, I'm like, there are plenty of shoes that I could get rid of, and I would be happier with two pairs of reimagined threes than having these other pairs. Facts. Just, Facts. That means that those got to probably go. It's true. Like, because that, like, for me, it's black cement threes, right? And kind of where I'm going to go with my point is that if you talk about unwearable shoes, or not unwearable, but hard to wear shoes, Iverson's wanted them when they came back out, you know, when I was at Foot Locker in, I don't remember the years, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, whatever it was, right? I look at them now and I'm like, I love these. They're not wearable. Yeah. Like, it's just, and, and sorry, they, they can be worn, but it's just not my thing. Like, it just doesn't go. So, yeah. For me, it's more like I will dive headfirst into anything that is an Air Max, specifically ones or 90s. And then Jordans, it's like threes and fours. But other than that, when I'm not wearing that kind of stuff, like it just like, you know, for me as an example, I could get rid of almost all my threes and just be happy with black cement threes. Right. Yeah. Like, but I have the red cement threes. I have infrared 23 threes. I have JTH threes. I have bio beige threes. But right? see, Trev, you don't need all those threes, man. That's what that's what I mean. It's like you, I, you know, we look at that and we fell into that trap, right? Where it was yeah. just like, you know, I need multiples, multiples, and I just started weeding all that yeah. stuff out. And like to be to be honest with you, and sorry to cut you off, Trev. Like like Thomas said, like I'm almost looking now, like. I'm going to try to double up on that reimagining three because mm -hmm. that is a shoe I will continuously wear. Yeah. Same thing with the lost and found Chicago ones. I'm looking to double up on that pair because that is another pair. I'm just running into the ground. So it's like, I'm noticing these are the pairs that I'm trying to gravitating to and I'm actually wearing them like yep. no thought. So it's like, why not double up? Because I'm going to beat this when I have, then I'm wearing it to the ground and I have another one ready to go. So yep. that's kind of where I'm at too. And you guys know, I don't double up. But it's just like I'm at that point now where it's like, all right, if I'm going to just be wearing these shits, I might as well just get another pair. And you know what? That's kind of how I'm starting to look at things now, too, right? Like, great example, Playoff 13s, re-released recently, right? When they first came out, it was in 2010. It was right when I started. I was very new into sneakers. And at that time, I was like, that year, I think the Playoff 13s came out and the Breads and maybe the Got games. I might be wrong about the Got games, but I think, I think they were all within like a 12-month period of each other. And I was like, no, they weren't I really, too far off. Yeah. So I was like, no, I don't want the playoffs. I really want the breads. So I got the breads, but I slept on the playoffs and I always regretted it. It came back around and now I'm looking at the 13 and I'm like, I really like this nope. shoe, but I won't wear it. I don't wear 13s as it is. I'm not going to wear this shoe. So it's, it's an evolution of your, like, for me, it's like, I'll dive headfirst in anything that's threes, fours, or Air Maxes, right? Like, I don't mind having multiple colors and different ones of those, but anything outside of that, I stay in my lane. I can admire it from afar, but I'm good. Very mature uh, outlook. Man, man, one last question, because I know we're probably over time. You're good, man. Keep talking as long you're, as you are You're good, man. <laughs> you guys probably asked this on every episode, I've alluded to it, but we're in... What, a couple of days away from October. Three more days, three more months left of this year. Any must-haves for the rest of this year? We know the release calendar more or less. Where are you guys at? I would really like a pair of the playoff eights, but I don't really have the space in my luggage or the money right now to buy them. So I'm probably gonna miss out on those. But that that's pretty much it for the year. There's nothing else I would have liked other than that. I still have a pair in China, but for my recalls, they're super beat. They've been through a couple hurricanes and uh yeah, the sway down was probably <laughs> done. So 
For for me, it has to be that Barkley, that CB94. I need that paper for the years out. Especially with fall approaching, I think it's just going to be just a nice, nice shoe to kick around full time. So that's a pair for me. If it's a must have, it'll be that. It's been a slow year for me too. Like those those silver bullets that I just talked about, which that was more like a replacement. I did get them in when they came out in end of 22, but I got the wrong size. So that's just more of a replacement size for me. I picked up the Air Jordan 1 Lowe's, the uh, cement pair. And I think the only other thing that I was interested in was the Fierce 3s. The cement all over print Jordan 1 Lowe's? Mm-hmm. You got those? Clearly did, because you showed me on the screen. You you got <laughs> now. So I actually have really come to like this model, surprisingly. So another thing with me for sneakers now is dress up, dress down. Yeah. And Air Jordan 1 Lowe's are a dress up, dress down shoe. You get the black toes? I did not get the black toes. <laughs> but for me now, like I can wear sneakers into my office. The Air Jordan 1 Lowe's are a great shoe for that. So that's also been part of my thinking with sneakers is that one low for me was uh, like, I love cement print. Like if you put cement print on anything, I'm interested, right? So for the highs, a little harder to rock the highs, but I found, I've really found the lows to be a very wearable shoe, dress up, dress down, which is kind of what I like with Air Maxes as well. So I've only really picked up two things this year. And then we had some treasure hunt pairs that we did with eBay that I as well. But like, that's it. And the, I think the only other thing I want, I really want for the rest of the year is Fear 3s. That's it. I have a quick follow-up. You like all of And don't take my reaction the wrong way when I said, why did you get those? Everyone, everyone, that, that a lot of people bought those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ellie Print, all over Ellie Print, or a lot of Ellie Print, clearly. Yeah. Like, so do you have the Flip 3s? When yes. I think... Ellie print that is the shoe i have the black foot threes yes there you go that stuff for me i have no interest in losing it right like because it's like that for me is important and i love that kind of stuff right i say this all the time like if you're going to get into sneakers find what you really love and dive head first into it because you'll never be disappointed with those pairs cool perspective and the fear threes are a cool shoe i had them years back and i don't have them anymore and regret <laughs> I I just man, you know I always gotta say what's on my mind, but who the fuck asked for a retro of those shits? I'm gonna just keep it a buck. Like people were upset about year threes, really? <laughs> like it's too soon. <laughs> That's just my thoughts. It's my thoughts. Is, I mean, I needed another it. pair. So in my perspective, nah, it's man, <laughs> fuck that. There's so many Wait, other shoes. They're actually retro in that. I thought he meant he was going back to get a pair. No, they're retro. No, no I, So are they gonna retro the fear fours? I don't think so. I think I it was think just so. the threes. Oh, so they're going to do one, not the whole pack. What? Yeah, oh, pretty much. That? Well, they did that with the lifestyle fives and that kind of stuff, right? They started with the burgundy, and they're going to keep going through. It looks like the olives are next year. So Olives are next. The olives look really good. The burgundies, I, I like them, but I'm once again, right, I'm just, I can't do it, bro. Like, that high top, big-ass tongue, like, I just, yeah, it's... It's not it, man. Salute to the homie Surge, man. I was talking to the homie Surge last night. Surge is a huge five guy. And it's funny because we were talking. He's just like, yo, I can't wear them. He's like, it just doesn't look right anymore. <laughs> he's like, they're super high, the tongue. And it's just like, and he's like, I love Jordan Fives. But he's just like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I think we just we get to an age where it's like some of these shoes aesthetically are not appealing anymore. It's like. I don't yeah. want to be 40 out of years old just rocking a super high, super looking fucking shoe. Like, 
It's not it, man. Shout out to the homie King Styles. Got the, we had him on. He was talking about that big ass fucking reflective tongue and like how it's just it's just not it. So you know, I think as we age too, aesthetically, we like you know just a cleaner you know mid to low cut sneaker, I and mean, that's kind of where I'm at too. Because I used to love high tops when I was young, mm-hmm. and now I'm just like nah, man, I can't fuck with them. I just need like a mid or a low. A quick comment on the fives thing because this is very interesting. This will be like one of the last things I say, but I remember the anticipation for years for you got to bring back the green bean fives. You got to bring back mm-hmm. the green <laughs> Talk to them. <laughs> and then obviously in that era, that old five era was Burgundies, of course, and like you said, olives, right? So that's such a great year for fives if you're into fives. And I think we all were at that time. Then the beans come and it's just crit like silence, right? Those silence crickets. <laughs> They were burgundy fives. I mean, they're sitting. Burgundy fives are all over the place. Yep. And the same thing's probably going to happen with these olives. Like, fives are just not, it's just not a thing right now. That big yeah. tongue is not a thing. But those, I, I never liked the green bean fives. I have to say that. You guys did. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah, they were okay. Anything all 3M is like the worst. Or that material yeah. just creases. Yeah. It's the worst. Same with uh, patent. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, with the exception of the levens that don't really crease in the toe box, they kind of crease on the side. But yeah, like it's it's just so tough with those pairs, right? Because even you would remember at one point there was remember when Jordan did those, which is gonna say is gonna have some reaction of like what who asked for this? We didn't who we didn't need this, but remember when they did the three M Cardinals and the three M infrareds? Fucking infrareds, and they did the eights, the fucking Bugs Bunny eights. This is <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything. I was triggered. I was triggered. Triggered me. Triggered me. <laughs> but like for three M pairs like that, like they crease so bad. And even like remember they did that. I'll I'll do one that's a little less triggering for you, Rich. How about the uh, the black and gold ones that they did, right? Or yeah, even the, actually the patent breads that should be less triggering for you, Rich. It shouldn't like you know shouldn't have steam coming out of yours on that one. <laughs> but like it's the same thing. Like for me, those pairs are they might look great. They're shiny. They're all like nice and all that kind of stuff. But the second you take a step in them, and we all know Jordan ones crease, like they do crease. The second you take a step, it's going to be creased, and it's, you can't fix it. That's a wrap. One thing I'm just going to end on. I'm so sorry. Everybody wants to go to sleep now. It's late. Nah, yo, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. This is early. Yeah, this is early for us. <laughs> it, okay, you guys mentioned at the very beginning. Let's just go for full circle. Air Force Ones potentially making a big. We're going right back to. The origins, right? Like we're 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 gonna get right back into it, and Air Force Ones might have this moment again. Maybe is what you guys are thinking. Should Jordan bring back the Air Force One Jordan Fusion? Nope. <laughs> no. Nah. I mean, they might as well though. They no. they uh, the other day we saw some nah. Zyke somewhere. I've seen six rings coming back, so they'll probably bring back them eventually. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'll say that. I would say I think with the path they're going down with Air Forces is nice. Let's get a couple like quote unquote call them PE edition Air Forces. Let's get a couple of those pairs out there and available for people. So the Rockefellers, the Terror Squads, like that kind of stuff. Let's get those pairs out there. But we can leave the uh, the Fusion Air Forces in the vault. They uh, they can stay there for a long, long time. Hopefully forever. Forever. <laughs> you don't want a dog. I want a dog tag forever i mean hey bring bring the dog tag back that's fine put it on air force i don't care about like that's a cool feature i i just don't want to see the fusions come back yeah leave those i wouldn't be surprised but please don't do it 
Please don't do it, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that probably rounds up a lot of our talk tonight. Uh, it was great. And to Thomas, um, pre- pre- man. appreciate Thomas, man. Yeah. Tom- Thomas actually turned into the host. This is great. <laughs> it's a long time coming. And so, uh, yeah, we just, it was great to have you on. Yeah, yes, man. sir. It's great to have you on and chat it up. Like uh, like we said, we've, we've, we've known each other for a long, long time, right? Actually, probably almost a decade at least, right? So you've got a great history in sneakers. So it's great to chat, uh, chop it up with you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on and taking the time out of your guys' nights. I honestly had a lot of fun. Going into it, I was a little bit like, a little nervous with like you know everybody is man yeah don't even everybody comes in. I, I this is hence the questions for me because i've seen you loosened up so i'm just like all right he's yeah. in his bag now so everybody that comes on that's what it is man it's it's a little bit nervous but honestly yo we're just here to just talk kicks and you know love your perspectives and like i said this is definitely a long time coming i appreciate you just popping on and just chopping it up man this this was great great conversations um and i love the questions i, I think that's the first time we ever had yeah. Actually, like, <laughs> access shit. So I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. We just want a conversation. Like we just want to like if you if you saw us at a show and we were chatting for a half hour, forty minutes, like we just we just want to hit record on that. That's it. So thank you very much, for you guys. This is dope. Awesome. Uh, shout outs for us this week. I guess I'll kick it off. I always shout out to guests. Keith Leisure. It's just still weird to me calling you Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> He leisure, man. But um, no, all, all jokes aside, man. Salute to you. Appreciate you. Like I said, we fuck. We de- we've known you damn near ten years. So this this episode is a long time coming. And you know, I was excited to get you on just to get your perspective, your take, your journey, because you kind of ha- had your hand in a lot of things. So definitely appreciate you taking the time to chop it up with us, man. So salute to you. Everything you're doing, yo. Them pairs in there, you scared to wear? Wear them bad boys, because all they gonna do is fall apart, homie. So just put them on, close your eyes. Fuck, do do some sprints in them. <laughs> yeah, man, just 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 throw them on, man, and you know, just just wear them things, man. Because like I said, I've seen so many pairs; they just I watched them just fall apart, and it's it's hard to watch, man. So these things don't last forever. I always tell people these things do not last forever. So enjoy them while you have them. But I'll cap it off, like I said, man. Salute to you. Thank you for for this is this was a blast, man. I had a lot of fun with this, so thank you for. For taking the time. Shout out to SneakerCon, uh, Will, team over there. Appreciate you guys always showing love and, you know, just for allowing us to the opportunity to, you know, do our, our little thing in Toronto. So definitely appreciate that. And shout out to Toronto Verified, man. That's a little dude that we had on there. He actually tagged us in the <laughs> in the photo. And, and like I said, just very inspiring to me, man. Like just to, to see these younger kids and, you know, just to hear their input, man. I think it's important that we give them a voice and allow them to speak their truth, as you may call it, in terms of sneakers, man. So Toronto Verified, salute to you and all the other people that were, you know, participating, man. It was, had a blast for sure. And salute to all the people that came out, all the vendors, everybody, Parlor, what up? That's it. And that basically covers mine too. So uh, yeah, shout out to SneakerCon. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, a lot of fun. We appreciate it. Thanks, Will, for, uh, for having us again and uh, allowing us to do that panel again. That was uh, very much appreciated. Yeah, it's great to see everyone. It was uh, it was cool to, to be at a show and not be a vendor this year. It was a nice little different yes. experience for sure. My back didn't hurt any less after the shorter hours, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was still great. <laughs> Calling? Uh, no shout out. Oh, what you got? None for the marijuana? Really? I'm oh, man. 
I gotta oh, go cold turkey adults? soon, you know? No, I oh, gotta get back to adults? China. So after Thanksgiving, I gotta cut down. Uh, and you know I don't smoke Kali, but I think we gotta we gotta smoke a J before you go. It's a, a proper that's, send off. That's, that's gotta be in the next like three, four weeks then. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Gotta mentally prepare myself for that. <laughs> we'll just wait for our, our yearly NFL barbecue. Uh, yes. Toasted, yes. And then we'll, we'll do it then. We'll spark one up. Thomas, what about you? Any shout outs before we head out? Just all you guys to have, to have me um, on tonight. Trev, Rich, Kali, you know, Kev, Juan, all, whole Inkix We Trust guys. I mean, yeah, like you guys said, it's been 10, 10 years strong, probably longer than that. We probably ran into each other in some lineups or something. Definitely. Like yeah, 100%. But, um, it's really great to just like talk with other people that, you know, I've been doing this so long, just a, a genuine interest in it, sharing, hearing your perspectives too, which was um, my highlight of the, of the whole, you know, chat. And uh, yeah, again, thank you guys for having me on. And, and I'm really, uh, you know, cherish our, you know, 10 years and hopefully, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 more years to come um, of us kind of doing this kind of thing. So again, thanks a lot. And then also shout out to Parler. Everyone at SneerCon there that we spoke to still Parler and, and any new friends that, you know, were met there great to see that happen in toronto and you really see it in canada right we're kind of the forgotten uh you know little brother of, of the u.s and to see these moments are great to bring the whole community together so sir shout out to the homie as they ready great combos Sorry, you know sir. who you know who you forgot to shout out when you were talking about vendors that we saw there who that your home away from home oh ominous oh my gosh how could man see trev got me out here looking crazy shout out to the homies over at ominous mario steve Andrew, salute to all you dudes, man. Love what y'all do. Should probably also shout out Marcus for coming up on stage with us. Yes. Tweet you member. My gosh. Yes. Marcus. Come on, Rich. Salute. That's what y'all hit. Yo, you act like I'm gonna remember all this shit. (laughs) Come on, man. No, shout out to Marcus. Definitely um hit him up. He didn't even hesitate. So salute to you for uh coming on stage with us. Love the fit. It's crazy because we I think we were talking about where is he gave us a whole breakdown of the motherfucking outfit, but hey, I take it. Salute to you, man. Thank you for, like I said, not even hesitating to you know pop on stage with us and uh, chop it up. So salute to Marcus. We'll tag him on that episode as well. Yeah, yo, I made you an honorary. I, I should say I. We made you an honorary member. So don't forget about us when you know you selling some pairs. You need to give us a little discount on that, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but not really. But not really. Exactly. See, we know each other too well. All right. Dope, dope. Thomas, we appreciate you jumping on, man. This was this was a ton of fun, as we said. Always enjoy the conversation. So happy to get you on. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kali, where can they find you? Find me on IG at the Hollywood Life. Didn't make mix you up with Kev there. Good job, Trev. Uh, Rich, where can they find you? you find me on IG Growth Status Thirteen. And Thomas, where can they find you? Yeah, just my full name, Thomas Wade West, on Instagram. And what was the name of the uh, the page that you're you're selling kicks on? Is that still up? Bro- yep. Bro- Bodega. Just all one word. Awesome, Thomas. Appreciate it, man. It's a lot of fun, as we said, guys. Everyone stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week. Bye.